Peruvians, hop in your TARDISes. You're listening to another episode of Doctor, huh? Huh? Gallifrey sure is messed up, huh? Yeah, man, they're 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 crazy here. That's all I got. You don't have to respond to that. No, I mean, I mean, I mean, this no. isn't like debate rules. We're sitting down. Gallifrey good on one side. Gallifrey bad on the other. Gallifrey patently evil. Gallifrey not. Very nice. Gallifrey comically villainous. Um, I'm Jordan, and we're rolling out with some of America's best diners, drive-ins, and dives. I'm your sliding ghost with your screaming host, Sam. (laughs) That's pretty good. Uh, and this week, we are not talking about a Christmas episode. We're almost, We're so close, but we are still talking about an hour-long episode. I I think it's great that our first non-Christmas episode in three years is going to go up closest to Christmas. It's as it should be. And what did Doc, what did Doctor give us for Christmas? Um, he gave us Series 9, Episode 12, Hellbent, second of a two-parter, written by the anime Stephen Moffat, um, and directed by Rachel Talele, which is a fun last name. And is it Talele? I've always read it as Talele. It's how I say it, in my own special way. Uh... And uh, what I get for Christmas, stuffed right down my stocking, is is uh, is uh, go back humiliation. Go, go back to uh, roll back the tapes to the episode we talked about, uh, the impossible girl, the girl who lived, or whatever it was called. And you could definitely remember me saying, "A shielder, she'll be back." Hey, Jordan, so, there's no way that Maisie Williams will ever never come get back. Maisie Williams back. I didn't say that. I said that they'll definitely get Maisie Williams back because she said the previously on in an episode we hadn't seen. I, I I mean, I don't want to just take a victory lap, but I do, and I will. She was literally smiling ominously at the camera. I thought it was at like the end of that episode. I thought it was like I'll always be in the background, cleaning up your messes. No, she will always be in the foreground. <laughs> no, she'll be in the foreground for the remainder of the season and then never be seen again. They can't they the thing about Macy Williams on this show is like I think they could probably I think they could probably bring Clara back, but would they have to bring Macy Williams, would they have to bring... Oh, also, Clara died. She got hit by a bird, which is the way I want to go in my life. <laughs> it thought she was a window. She was standing in the it, middle of the... And it thought that because it thought she was a window, that she was nothing. <laughs> she was standing in the middle of the street, and a, a bird struck her dead and on in and the she, chest, and it she killed her. She stretched her arms out like Jesus on the cross and said, fucking do it. Uh, okay, so this is, yeah, this is the part two of Heaven Sent... Uh, which I've heard is very good. Heaven sent an angel in the form of a bird to kill Clara and take her off the show. I think it's so funny. I don't remember if I said this at the time, because I know that I had gone on record as saying, like, Clara is going to survive. She is going to retire from adventuring and live in peace and comfort with her dear husband, Danny Pink. And then we watched that episode where it, where it just, Christmas. like, offhandedly mentioned Danny that he was Pink, dead. Danny Pink and I was like, oh, never mind, Clara's fucked. <laughs> yeah, Clara's super fucked. She got hit by a bird. Yeah, she got hit by a bird, which would hurt. A bird-involved, a, a kinetic bird-involved incident took place on whatever street, and Clara... The Time Lords did discharge their bird cannon. I I know that the Time Lords did it, but I just can't stop thinking about. You know, I was I was watching, I was scrolling through my little videos the other day, and I saw one from the like Alaskan Eagle Sanctuary, and this woman had an eagle on her her arm, and I was just thinking about how fucking huge those birds are. If one mm-hmm. hit you in the chest, you would die. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know if that. the Time Lords had unless anyth- you're Clara. I don't know if the Time Lords had anything to do with it, 
Um, we begin this. Oh, and then, uh, the doctor is going back to Gallifrey and he's mad at the Time Lords. Yeah, because apparently they sent the bird that killed Clara. We didn't really get any information are the time on lords, that. Are the Time Lords assassins from the video game series Assassin's Creed? Do they have bird powers? Oh. Mm. I mean... Nothing is true. Everything is permitted. Including... I, think, I think the more recent run of Assassin's Creed games would be a lot easier if you could just fly your bird you down. You can! slam it into your target. You can! Put a hole in their chest. I mean, you can't kill them, but you can do that in the new ones. What are you talking about? Wait, you can? I and mean, you can't kill people with the birds, but you can sick birds on people from the sky. Oh, I mean, like, you go into bird mode. You're, like, flying overhead. We don't know what's gonna happen. And then the you next. just swoop down and, like, you just tear through the chest of the, the like, I don't Roman remember, senator or whatever. I don't remember a hole in Clara's chest from the pre- I don't think it was that gory, but, I mean, maybe it was. No, there was a full, like, a, like bloody, a you could see long hole in it was chest. A, it was a triple R-rated movie from Homestar Runner. You get to see the bird go all the way through and the breakfast come out the other side. Oh, you know what? Oh, I'm so sorry. I was watching Happy Tree Friends. Mm, um, okay, so we begin this episode, uh, Earth to Big Apple, Nevada to Big Desert. Um, no, it doesn't count as Earth the Big Apple if we don't see Earth from space. It was in the director's cut. We didn't see it. I mean, but I we, know it we was, did see Earth from very it was close in, in It space. was in Talele's vision that we start this episode with a big shot of the Earth. We just didn't I get need to know if that's how you say her it's name. Definitely because I do not, not. want to keep... I do not want to keep saying Talele. If it's that's so wrong, funny, though. It certainly it's is. definitely Talele. It sounds way too much like Vajayjay. Yeah. Which is the worst thing anyone's ever said, including myself. Now watch me whip, watch me talele. I have a real problem with my brain, where, like, any, uh, like, instrumental music, usually from video games, uh, I I turn into uh, watch me whip Can you please give me an example? You can't say that and not provide an example. You know I'm gonna give you an example. Jordan, you've played Fire Emblem uh, Three Houses. Unfortunately I have, yeah. Now watch me whip... Now, now watch me, nay, nay. That's pretty now funny. Now watch me whip and watch me, nay, nay. Watch me whip. Now watch me, nay, nay. That one doesn't work. It's any, basically any video game that I play. Any video game you play. Okay. La, 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 la. Watch, watch me whip and then nay, nay. There's a, in Final Fantasy XIV, there's a song that, um, Many people, including myself, apparently, I, it was one of those, you play it, and then I found out it was like a meme, uh, but the lyrics of it kind of sound like beef soft taco to me. Beef soft taco? What beef soft taco? Are you having fun looking up how to pronounce the name of Rachel Talele? Because this is all getting Oh, I, I am not doing that. Oh, I was waiting Sorry, for you. Sorry, did you think <laughs> I thought you were, like, looking at an interview that was like, we're here live with Rachel Talele. To talk about the new And then episode. she was like, excuse you, excuse bitch, me, it's Talele. It's Talele, and I'm very proud of my last name. <laughs> Can we get further than one <laughs> line into the episode? That's the challenge. The doctor the doctor is here, and he's, he goes to a cool diner, Guy Fieri style, with his, with his guitar. He's got, it, he's got it wrapped around his back the cool way that cool dudes do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh clara's He's got there. his sunglasses which i don't remember when i learned that they are sonic sunglasses but we did know that they were sonic sunglasses right i can't remember if i knew that before because i <laughs> i watched this twice because i couldn't wait to watch it before we went on break for a little bit and then i watched it again uh last weekend when we were supposed to record but then we didn't and i thought 
I, I can't remember if we knew this. Did, have we seen him use them before this episode? Maybe he used them in... I know he had them, but... It, yeah. No, he definitely... Yeah, he used them in uh, The Woman Who Lived. He used them to, like, help that one guy have his dick and balls out. I think that he had, like, an epic off with Arya. <laughs> you mean a shield? By the way, spoilers for, like, the very end of the episode, but... Lady Me comes back, and she still is insisting that he call her Me until the, she does it, and they stop doing it for the rest of the episode. It made me so mad because <laughs> she's like, "Wait, oh. it made her it made her mad? Why did it make her mad?" Well, no, because he's like, "Ah, Shielder, you're back. Fuck it, Jordan. Suck it, Jordan. You suck." And then, uh, and then she said, "No, I'm Lady Me." And then he says, "Okay, a Shielder here." And then they just keep calling her that for the rest of the episode, and she has nothing to say about it. And it made who mad? It made me mad. She did, no, she wasn't mad at all, Jordan. Me's on first, a shielder's on second, Doctor Who's on third, right? Uh, so Clara's here. Now, when the Doctor doesn't like, when there's an extra Clara, I mean, we know why there's extra Claras out there in the universe. We already saw that, so like. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I was thinking about that the whole episode. Did, is, like, this is my vision for the show, is that they just keep bringing <laughs> Jeanette Coleman That's back so funny forever. to think that the Doctor would see Clara get a hole blasted in her chest by a flying raven and be like, oh no, I'll well, never see you there's again. more of that they're, they're, so, they're specifically littering my time stream. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're here to keep, uh, they're here to keep the fucking great intelligence from kicking me in the balls over and over again for all of my life. So he talks to Clara, who's working at this diner. Uh, she asks if he's been traveling, and he says, yeah, from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> and then he starts playing his guitar. He plays, he's like, can, he I, plays can her, I buy food with music? He plays he her iconic song. He plays his, her, Clara's theme music. And uh, this is where Stephen Moffat uh, cracks his knuckles and oh, starts he's writing going, his he's classic lines. He's so hard. This is, this she is, says... Oh, is it is it a sad song? And he says, nothing is sad till it's over. Then everything is. What about, like, being at the dentist, <laughs> Stephen? I'm always sad when I leave the dentist. <laughs> Man, I really hated getting his cavity filled, but I'll be even sadder when it's over, because I'll have to say you goodbye. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? Uh-huh. Is when you, you get, like, a tooth drilled or whatever, you get a crown put in or whatever... And then the dentist like puts away their tools and then starts crying and you're like, what's the matter? And they're like, just sad it's over. <laughs> Nothing's sad till it's over. I, and then I say to the dentist, this is something that I learned from my favorite TV show, Doctor Who. Ready for some wisdom? Nothing. He sad says till that it's this over. song is called Clara. And she says, tell me about her. So he starts telling a flashback. Almost this entire episode is a the doctor recounting his story i can't stress it so, up that wasn't a joke i was making earlier i was really sure that this was one of those uh one of those clara time stream pals that he was talking i didn't to. really know what i expected but i also wasn't really concerned and i didn't really care you didn't care enough to to uh i mean this is very funny because we're seeing the end of a of a of a of a several series long character arc of which we didn't we didn't see most of the doctor 12th doctor and clara i think we've seen them in like i want to say two episodes maybe three to the spreadsheet <laughs> we well we saw we saw your favorite episode robot of sherwood which i promise i'll go back and watch again we have one day. we have robot of sherwood the caretaker in the forest of the night oh, last right. christmas good lord the woman who lived oh, we've seen which so i many guess these. clara's in it for like three seconds yeah. and now this well uh so so now we're on Gallifrey, you could tell because orange, very orange. Um, and then 
Time Lords are like the Time Lords are in this episode, and they're like uh, they're like super villains now. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know how I feel about that. Like not like oh please don't hurt my precious little Time Lord, my small cinnamon roll Time Lord alien race, but like it felt a little unsubtle to me. I was I was kind of like sour on it at first in terms of like this is the thing that the Doctor has, but but. I was thinking about it afterwards and, like, when I rewatched the episode and I was like, you know, I guess probably it's, like, the Doctor loves Gallifrey and he loves the Gallifreyans, but he doesn't love the Time Lords. He was their president at the idea Because I still don't know what Time Lords are compared to Gallifreyans, but I think I'm starting to get the idea that they are, like, They're the, like the ruling class yeah. of Gallifreyans who get the ability to regenerate. I think that Gallifreyans broadly cannot do that. I, I think that would make sense. What I've surmised. Um, so we see two people, uh, two two time time lads, uh, one of which is is the president of Time Lords, Rassilon, who was, we did, I believe Rassilon is the one that we saw, who was telling a Christmas story to us. Um, he was played by Timmy Daltz at the time, but you did say that his name was Rassilon. I think I remembered that after the fact, so that might be a spoiler. I'm sorry, uh, but th- but now he's now he's at a different time, and he's not played by Timmy Daltz or Timmy Deltz. Um He's very old and very. <laughs> I love that we now we have Timmy Latz and Timmy Deltz. <laughs> I forgot about Timmy Latimer. He's the he's the kid who fires a machine gun and he cries about it. What a bitch. Um, and then, uh, I believe it's hey, the- yeah. you know why he's crying? Because of because it's over. Because <laughs> he doesn't get to shoot any more scarecrows. I'm out of ammo. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the general, I don't remember, is, there's a Time Lord in this episode called Gastron. I don't think we ever got a name for Well, the there's general. a character named Gastron, which to me sounds like some kind of restaurant or cooking alien. I think I had Gastron once. It was really, really rough. <laughs> It's like a it's like a pill you take before you eat like at a steakhouse to help you not throw up. Uh yeah, Gastron is just the one named soldier in this episode. He is in the quote-unquote Matrix. I don't also think you should be cloister. I don't think you should be allowed to call a thing the Matrix anymore. I think that one's I think that one's been taken. I mean, it's not like the idea of the Matrix is that they are putting the consciousnesses. No, of but it's called. Into it. I, Wait, no, oops, that is exactly that is what, what it, is. it is called, though. Yeah, and we also see my new favorite piece of uh, every time Stephen Moffat writes an episode, he has to come up with a new iconic scary alien, and then <laughs> and then usually usually sliders. he does nothing with it. These ones are called sliders, and it's like they're they're like guys, but their animations aren't loading, so they're just sliding around, and they got scary faces on them but they're okay they're called sliders because they slide around they slide but around. they they just look like daleks basically they're sliding and then and then they're like like don't. if you blur your eyes they're just daleks but they're like we should call them sliders because they slide around what about daleks should we call them but sliders also, no don't you dare call them sliders that is not an that's an offensive term they're called the yes rates. that's right he calls them he's cloister like rates. i'm surrounded by sliders general the general's Sorry. like excuse me those are cloister wraiths <laughs> Sorry about that. That was a very PC of me. Steven would definitely oh, say also, that. Oh, also. Also. Wait. Mm. No. Mm. Never mind. There's I, was, bells. I was thinking of something that happens There's later. bells of Saint... The bells of Saint time start ringing. Uh, the sisters of Karn are here. They they're were the in ones, uh, Day of the Doctor. They're the or, ones that... They're the ones no, that, they were in Night of the Doctor. Yeah, they're the they? ones that turned the Eighth Doctor into the super the epic war doctor. But they're back. Yeah. They're here. They are here to uh, not really do anything. I'm pretty sure that the lead sister of Karn basically just says that she's here to, like, enjoy the drama. 
She's brought some popcorn. <laughs> I'm just here to watch the episode. The doctor enters a shack that he finds in the well, wilderness this is, of Gallifrey. This is the shack from uh, this is the shack from from the day of the doctor, where he brings the moment. Yeah, the moment. Yeah, I love did it. not realize yeah. that that shack was on Gallifrey. That I, is so bizarre to me. I didn't either, and I don't know if there's supposed to be like a significance to this shack. Like, is this the doctor's house? Is this the doctor's village? <laughs> I guess is this possible. like the village? That I don't the think it's his house though, because some lady walks in and is like, "Oh, what are you doing here?" Well, yeah, but then, but then when she or realizes, that his mom, yeah. <laughs> What if the doctor's mom was still alive all this time? When she realizes who he is, uh, they all start clapping and then they all sit around to watch him eat soup. So I think this is yes, like... Okay, literally there is a scene here where the local uh, Gallifreyans, who are not Time Lords, I assume, gather to watch him eat Time Soup and cheer. They literally clap Actually, for no, him. no, no. They're not. They're not clapping no, yet. They, they will they clap for will him clap later. later, yeah. They are solemnly watching him eat soup. This is why I'm like, like is this, this is so important. Is this like the Doctor's village? Is this like the Naruto origin story of the Doctor? Like, what? What is is this? Is this or, uh, Rogue's Town or whatever? Like, what? What is this place? I mean, is there's context? I feel like we've seen so many fucking specials about this. That surely there's not an extra one where we get a, an explanation of what this place is supposed to be to the doctor. Well, on that topic, I was very surprised when all of the locals showed up because there, when we see him like walking through the wilderness, it looks completely there is fucking nothing here. And then he finds this shack and then just cut to like 30 people watching him eat soup. And then, uh, and then the military shows up in their big ship and, uh, and, and the soldier inside, who I think is—is is it the same guy as the one it's, who's it's Gaston? <laughs> uh, he's like, step away from the, put the spoon down. We know what you're capable no, of. No, no, no. He says, "Doctor, lay down your weapons," and he sets down his spoon. Right? Do you get it? Because we know what because, he's capable of. Well, here's the thing. I don't know if that's like a recurring twelfth Doctor thing, but we've seen him duel Robin Hood with right. that spoon. Or probably not with, with that, that spoon, spoon, with a spoon. This is Hitori Hanzo's steel. Although, come to think of it, in Robot of Sherwood, he my favorite episode, he does spoon. pull that spoon out of a sheath. This might so this be might actually be his iconic spoon. Weapon. This is like what I was talking about it on, uh, on uh, what was that? Oh, Doomsday, I think it was. No, whatever the one with the master hungry, hungry hamburger boy. Uh, said, like, the end of time. Part end of one. time part one. I was just like, what does the doctor even do? And the answer is he kills people with spoon. <laughs> uh, and then, okay, okay, this is the part where they all come down. Uh, they, he looks at the ship that has like a big uh, turret pointed at him. Probably Timmy uh-huh. Latz is manning that one and he's smiling because it's not over yet. And then he, <laughs> Doctor steps up from his soup and he, with his foot, draws a big line in the dirt and he sits down back to his soup and everybody in the audience applauds. Yes, all the people gathered around his table just clap as he resumes eating soup. It is the first, but not the last GameStop moment of this episode. <laughs> because there is another moment where everybody salutes the doctor. Oh, that's right. I forgot about the part where they give him employee of the month. <laughs> Every episode, yeah. Um, and then... I Maybe we should explain that, because that was specific enough that I didn't even know what you meant for a second. Oh, it's like a, it's like the not always right, like... Uh, There's an F plus episode called Tales in Retail. To be fair, the whole and then everybody applauded, like everybody clapped. Is a, yes, yeah. but you just referred to it as a GameStop, GameStop moment. moment. <laughs> True. Um, uh, 
the do- uh, the general suggests to the president that they just what if we just talk to the doctor no. and the president says but words are his weapons Stephen. and then the general says yeah. when did they stop being ours? damn Stephen nice one Whoa. wow so now the general brings a bunch of soldiers to talk to the doctor the doctor just goes back inside and refuses to talk to him now the high council go to talk to him and he just goes back inside without talking to them and president Rasputin is no it's it's Rasselon president Radishes is furious uh and so he goes with the general and his soldiers to meet the doctor this time the doctor's looking at a disc which I think we will find out later is the, like, torture prison. Yeah, the jail, the mind hole. Uh, and the president meets with him and says, hello, doctor. And the doctor just says, get off my planet. I'm the president. And now we get into plot, finally. Uh-huh. So the president says, you could have just walked out of there if you had told us what you know about the, the hybrid. hybrid. Time Lords love putting things, much like Hideo Kojima... Time Lords love naming things the blank, mm-hmm. the Matrix, the moment, the Hand of Omega. Except when they do it, it's bad. No, and when Kojima does it, it's very good. The, right. the, yeah. So the, the president says, you know, Doctor, we have no witnesses out here if I decided to kill you. And the doctor says, yeah, well, neither do I. As if he's going to what kill he, the president, no, the general, and the, like, 12 armed soldiers. Well, we, we see a funny, mo- a funny moment. With words. A funny moment where the doctor does use his words later to kill somebody. And I, 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 I yeah, so. With a cutting remark. And he says, I don't like those boots. And the guy just falls over. That's actually how, that's how uh, the Time Lords send a raven at you to blow a hole in your chest, is by saying something. Oh, I didn't rude. realize, I didn't realize that we were in Westeros. That's why, that's Lady B, Macy Williams is here, and they're sending ravens. da 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 So the president says, all right, soldiers, kill him. But they don't want to kill him, because he's a war hero. These are loyal soldiers, but the president, but the president says, "You aim at him and you fire." And they, and they fire, fire a perfectly doctor-shaped hole around the doctor. But for suspense, we cut to the doctor telling his story to Clara, as if, as if we would then come back and he's just like a pile of meat on the ground. <laughs> he's a, no, he's he's Jody Whittaker. <laughs> this is the thing that I keep talking about with Time Lords and this whole thing is like, do they just sit there shooting his body over and over again till he? burns through all of it like what do they do he's gonna be a different guy they know this they are time lords they do that too right that is what that was in the end of time they were like i could kill you while you're regenerating right they're like we're gonna shoot you with the venom from the the whatever tree and it'll i all of our actually bullets thought are, the doctor was gonna do that in this episode to the general all of our bullets are coated with that venom the poison sap that's gonna make you make it make it not good so you better watch out. But anyway, this cliffhanger is pointless. No, there's no point talking about it. But the, uh, we come back to the story. Uh, and yes, every, they have perfectly drawn a Doctor Who-shaped outline around Doctor Who from Doctor Who. It's a Who. good thing these, these Gallifreyan soldiers are so well-trained and they didn't none of them missed. Because that would have ruined a very potent moment of loyalty and soldierhood. And, and we get another Stephen moment. Mm-hmm. One, of, one of the worst lines I've ever heard on Doctor Who. One of the most upsetting lines. This is literally the, fucking. The president is like, "You there? Explain yourself." It's it's uh, Gaga, whatever his name was. <laughs> and the wrong. guy's like, "In the time war, we had a saying: the first thing you notice about the Doctor of War is that he's unarmed. <laughs> For many, 
it's also the Shut last. up, Steven. Shut up. You don't get this character. You don't get to do that to this character. Like, I'm sorry. This char- I thought the whole thing with the war doctor was it's like, this is the, the doctor is picking up a gun. Yeah, yeah. Like... Now we're finding out that he was, like, flying around being his... whimsical and <laughs> also massacring his enemies. The first thing you notice about the war doctor is that he's unarmed. Then he pulls out his spoon. Also, I didn't love that they called him the doctor of war. That just no. felt like fucking the Batman type shit uh-huh. to me. He's like the they're embarrassed doctor. to call him the war doctor. You came up with that one, Steven. But what, yeah, what is this that he's like, here I am. Oh, it's me, John Hurt. Here's my spoon. Fucking kills you. (laughs) Rip and tear. He's ripping and tearing with his sonic screwdriver. This is the one with the gun. We this made... is what we didn't know about the singing man, is that what's coming out of his mouth is the Doom soundtrack. <laughs> that line sucked so bad. I really hated it, because it just puts it in your imagination of, like, what... What, is he using? Is he the master? Is he is he eating them? Is he using his hands? Is he shooting lightning? Right. At is them? he is he like doing like karate moves? He's... Right. Is he doing Venetian? What's it? Venusian karate? <laughs> is he is is that? I mean, we still haven't seen anything that the sixth doctor has done. Maybe it was that, like just ripping them limb from limb. <laughs> uh, but then all the soldiers drop their guns and they stand with the Weirdly, doctor and then we cut back to we Clara. Get a, we and- get a preview of the, the Rosa because the triumphant trumpets start playing as the, they all stand by the doctor and salute him nice. and say thank you for your service. We cut back to the diner and Clara asks the doctor, did this really oh, happen? Oh, Steven, Steven's fucking cranking his typewriter right now when he writes this, this line. Is, he says, this doesn't this even is make the sense. Biggest- this is the biggest Steven line of the this episode. Is, is The doctor turns into Tyrion Lannister for a second, and he says, <laughs> Stories are where memories go when they're forgotten, Khaleesi. And who has a better story than <laughs> Bran the Broken? What the fuck does that... That doesn't make sense, because if you forgot it, how would it... Like, that doesn't work. It doesn't... There's no internal... who has a better story than Clara the Caved In? <laughs> who, who has a better story than Lady B. A Shielder? Lady B. Stories Susa. are where memories go when they're forgotten. Actually, I've told a lot of stories that I remember. I remember happening. most stories because if you forgot them, you couldn't tell the story, Doctor. Like I just, I wanna, I wanna pull Stephen aside. I wanna, I want him to see us after class. I just want to know, Stephen, <laughs> what did you mean by that? What does this because, mean? Because many, uh, I, I think you'll find many stories are not true. Most people, and many stories are. Things that we do remember happening. How did the Epic of Gilgamesh survive for thousands and thousands of years if everyone was automatically forgetting it the second they like? How does that, Stephen? I just have to ask. So, you- like, is the is what is the implication of this line supposed to be that the stories that we tell are all true <laughs> and we forgot? Man, I really, <laughs> I just don't know what it's supposed to mean. It's like, just... am I uh, honestly like, am I being stupid by not getting? Yeah, is what this he like was a situation where there? we're sit- where all of our listeners are screaming at us because we're sitting here like, oh, I don't know, is is uh, is is uh, we don't know, is that supposed to be Rose? I don't get it. And they're like, oh, you fucking morons, or is it, or is it Stephen? Is I just think Stephen was really thought he was being so clever. He was being such a clever boy with this Ding. epic line. Ding. They put this in your yearbook uh, when you're graduating primary school, and you go, <laughs> "I want to write something deep in my my uh, friend's yearbook." I don't know if they do that over there, but in this story they do. And I like, I'm like, "What do I write?" Oh, stories are what is it? Uh, 
it's what a long strange trip it's been <laughs> it's been a long jkas it's been a long day without you my friend and i'll tell you all about <laughs> it when i see you again h-a-g-s uh steven please stop writing things and think about them before you write them down maybe um and then uh we're back on Gallifrey. All the soldiers. It, hey, hey! If you're listening to this and you think that that's a good line, explain. And I'm and we're being stupid and me, not please. getting it. Yeah, please explain it in the Discord or send it to us on social media or whatever. We're I not, I would love to know if I'm missing something. We're with not. That line, we're not. Um, we are. We are of all people are aware that our 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 TV watching format is very smart and we're very smart people. Uh, and we've never been wrong, uh, but but if we are wrong, we will always admit it on the podcast. But I don't think Stephen really knew what he was talking about here. All the soldiers, yeah, and put you their... knew that Maisie Williams would come back. I did do, do uh, know that all the soldiers put their guns down, and they all go stand with the doctor, and they all salute the doctor, and Star Spangled Banner starts playing. <laughs> Uh, the president prepares to, oh, yeah, to what you said earlier, he has like a, like a power glove, like a zappy glove. <laughs> you never, and, we have a saying during the time war, President Russell Radagast the Brown, the first thing you notice about him is that he's unarmed. For many, it's the last before he pulls out his power glove and you say, oh, he is armed. The first armed. thing you notice just, about him is that he's unarmed. The second thing you notice about him is, oh, wait, actually, he's wearing a power glove. <laughs> That's what the doctor had. That's also what the master was using in End of Time and Part he, 1. But he literally says, he's like, how many regenerations did we give you? And he's like, I'm going to kill you until you're out. They gave him so many, though. We don't even know. They vaped him to life. They vaped him to life so long that eventually he becomes Tom Baker again, which could happen anywhere between, uh, like, 999th Doctor and 16th Doctor. We just don't know. So more uh, army ships fly in. And the president is like, ah, good, General, you called for reinforcements. And the doctor's like, no, I the doctor called just for did, reinforcements. The doctor just did a military coup. No, we, we, we will elaborate on that momentarily. The, the president says, no, Gallifrey is mine. And the general throws down his gun and says, get off the doctor's planet. And we go to Time Lord HQ with the doctor and the general and... They explain that they have positioned Gallifrey at the end of the universe, uh, where they have opened a restaurant. Yeah, I was thinking uh, that too. I mean, Douglas Adams did write for Doctor Who, so they could have just stolen this from him, and it was like, oh yeah, they they have made many callbacks to Douglas Adams. Uh huh. They love it. Um. Yeah. So they're like, we've put Gallifrey in a time bubble at the end of time to keep it safe. And the doctor says, oh, I know, I came the long way around. And we'll come back to that in a bit. Yeah, that one's wild. But this is where the coup really kicks into full gear. Because we learned that between scenes, the doctor has ordered the president just shipped off into space in a shuttle. Into the nothingness of the universe, because that's all gone. Yeah, and and the universe is about to end, which I guess I hope for the president's sake means that there's going to be some sort of explosion or big crunch and not have fun riding out the heat death of the universe. You immortal time alien. But but the doctor is like, send the high council out too. And the general says, isn't that going a little far? And he says, I've barely started. I mean, once we learn what happened to the doctor, I could kind of understand why he's all fucked up, but then he can't go back to being, uh... Okay, like... but 
Yeah. They didn't do that to him. I'm sorry. He did that to himself. He really did do that to him. I and mean, we'll, we'll get we'll get into we'll it cut, momentarily. But I do I do also like the fact that this is this is very much like a bad bad actors not bad systems here where he's like I will fix Gallifrey by launching the Senate into space. <laughs> He goes into the cloister, and the oh yeah, I have her name here the the head sister of Karn, who we've seen before in uh, Night of the Doctor. Her name is Sister Ohila. He decides that she is not worth watching. She's the place. one who gave uh, become John Hurt Juice <laughs> to uh, what's yeah, his name? Make me hurt to Eighth what is Doctor. That guy's name? Eighth Doctor. What is his name? Eighth Doctor. We what don't know his name. name. Uh, oh, si- uh, is it th- Paul McGann? Theta Sigma. Great. Uh, Wait, I know what the doctor's so, name is. I'll whisper it to you. Great. Right. <laughs> so the the doctor uh, talks to Sister Ohila and says that the Time Lords used what is called a confession dial. And what that is supposed to be for is that when a Time Lord is dying, they sort of put him into a pocket dimension where time doesn't mean anything so that he can face his demons before they upload his mind to the matrix which is like a supercomputer database made of all dead time lords minds and but what they did in instead, case you're wondering mm-hmm. do, is that torture and agony for them yes. for eternity yes i don't know why but it is we find out that it is uh but they use the torture they use the confession dial but it's like they know that that'll happen to them like the president himself knows about it's not like a deep dark secret that when, when i've a time done Lord my dies, service they're like wait you're gonna do what to me no Maybe it's just like oh yeah you know when i die i'll go to hell forever because that's, that's why, just like the system that we build that's why the doctor went rogue that's why the master went rogue they both found out and they're like wait i don't want that why no. do i have to why do i have to go to eternal computer hell i don't want to be on gallifrey anymore hey uh does it have to hurt? And they're like, mm, yeah. no, but we made it. We, we made, made it, it agony, a lot. so it'll, it will. Kind of the uh, price you have to pay. Um, I also really like the fact that this is like, this, this, this torture device we used wasn't always a torture device. It was just called the confession dial. Did but you it's, have a it's different, a confessional did, in like a Catholic way where it's like, I'm going to go to computer hell. Right. Except, first, uh, except, except, except as opposed to in Catholicism, you still go to computer hell when you confess your sins and, and like receive, abs- <laughs> I've received absolution. Okay. Can I go to heaven now? No, no. This is so funny though, because he's like, the confession dial is meant to let time Lords face their demons before they die and get uploaded to hell. It's not supposed to be a torture chamber. The unspoken follow-up to that sentence being, that's the thing that comes after. <laughs> and then, and then o- Ohila, Ohila is like, why did you shoot Rassilon into space? And he's like, well, you just better keep watching the show. So he uh, goes back to the council chamber. I don't know why they were, like, outside the council chamber, and then he, like, goes into the cloister to talk to Sister Ohila, and then they just go back to the council chamber? It was because we needed to get more screen time from the sliders. God, we gotta see them sliders. So now we're in the council chamber, and they are asking him, or no, he's asking them, what do you know about the hybrid? And what we will find out, although I think the normal viewer would already know this, is that the Doctor doesn't know shit about this thing that they're calling the hybrid. He is sort of framing this as like a you tell me what i already know but he actually doesn't know anything the general who we don't know the the name of says um it's a creature thought 
thought to be crossbred between two warrior races. We think Time Lord and Dalek. And this I love that we think that that's what it is. We're not sure. We're basing that on literally nothing you'll find, but we're we're just like kind of vibing with cool, the idea that a Time Lord fucked a Dalek. It's a nude ice warrior and a Santaran. So it's fully By nude the way, running around fast, but then it's like really dumb and silly. By the way, I was assuming when they start talking about the quote-unquote Matrix prophecies, I was assuming that the idea was that it like it squeezes every drop of information out of every dead time lord putting together like the most ultimate database of information based on all the things that they have experienced and observed and learned over right. their why is long, it prof- long life. why is it like prophesizing if it basically has i mean well see that's what i that's what i was thinking is i was like oh so the idea is that like one Time Lord might hear someone mention the hybrid, and then another Time Lord might hear something and then about they, they a crossbreed between a Time Lord and a Dalek. And when they're all uploaded, it sort of consolidates this information. No, that is not what it is. It is using the combined intellect of all the dead Time Lords to algorithmically predict the future. It's fucking machine learning like and just like, like chat gpt yeah and just like chat gpt it could be fucking wrong chat gpt please write me an essay about we have uh, consulted the, hy- the matrix the matrix prophecies say that there are seven ends in mayonnaise someday that will come to pass i was so fucking mad the other day i was playing some video game i can't remember which one and i looked up a thing uh, i was like oh how do you do this or whatever and then it was like do you want to try asking chat gpt and it was just fucking wrong and it's like well what who what is this for why are you implementing I, this feature? I had to open uh, Edge the other day because yeah, sorry to hear my that. fucking company website and doesn't work on it, Firefox or Chrome. Did you were you met with you open Edge and it was just like here's all the Fox News transphobia and like Marjorie Taylor Greene you could ever hope that, for because that's what happens a, to me. As a quick aside, uh-huh. every fucking time that I'm like on a call with people at work, which is literally every day, and someone shares their screen and opens Edge. It's so uncomfortable as they open Edge and it just pops up with like, here's the horrible shit that Donald Trump said today. And we're all just like, ignore, just like, I didn't see why that. Does, anyway, why does Edge do that? It's specifically anyway, Edge. about no, our yeah. uh, Excel sheet for the day. Uh, but anyway, I opened Edge to put in my hours and it opens a sidebar that's like, Try out Bing Copilot, which uses ChatGPT. And so I, obviously I'm not going to do that. But what I was curious about is if I tell it to hide the sidebar, what will it do? Like, is it going to like, spit out some like Chat canned GPT message that's like, to kill we itself. think you'll like it. But I said, never show me this sidebar again, which I think is pretty explicit and clear. Sorry. And the ChatGPT co-pilot responds a little a little pop-up happened. And this is this is a this is a pop-up. This is not a chat response. So this is like a back-end thing happening. It it says processing command, disabling favorites bar. Oh, it turned off your favorites bar. And then the and then the chat bot responds, okay, I've turned off your favorite tar. Thanks. I love technology. I'm so glad that every tech company is investing all their money into this 
it really seems like it's gonna pay off big time. We're really we're we're I mean it's really in its infancy right now. Just wait till it starts working. Did It'll you really see cool. when I don't want to spend too long talking about this, but did you see when uh Bing announced their big move into chat GPT or whatever? It's I don't care what they're actually using if it's not chat don't correct me. But they were like, We're switching over to AI. The thing is I say chat GPT because it infuriates me that they call it AI when it's just a fucking chatbot. Uh but they switched to their large language model thing for Bing, and immediately someone posted some screenshots where they asked it, uh, can you get me movie times for Avatar The Way of Water? And it was like, that movie is not out yet. It is 2021. <laughs> I love technology. I love we're living in the future. I'm it really glad that, seems helpful. I'm glad that every single Time Lord had to die to make this work. I like that they took existing features that search engines have and removed them. To I mean, isn't that what like the trend? GPT get it isn't wrong that the instead. trend of every search engine is that they just continue to get worse and worse and less oh functional? I'm going to be an 80 year old man, and I'm going to be telling like uninterested I children. When Google you know, works. Google used to work. That's like they, they killed every every time where it has to be in eternal anguish, and the doctor's like. All right, get me times to see. I'm, I'm, I'm fourth doctor again for some reason. Get me times to see Avatar Way of Water. And then it's just like consulting the Matrix. That movie has never existed and it never will. That movie has never existed. But would you like to know the weather? I don't know what it I is. I don't fucking know. All I know is that there might be, might be, we think, no, the Time Lords think, we just said hybrid will destroy the universe. And the Time Lords said probably Dalek human hybrid. A Dalek and a human meta, or a Dalek, sorry, a Dalek and a Time Lord met up, and they fucked. Matrix, tell me about the hybrid, but make it vulgar. <laughs> Matrix, say your top five slurs. Did you see? <laughs> anyway, that's the that's the uh, current events for the episode. <laughs> yeah, we, I'm really glad we made it through this whole time without talking about Gronk or whatever it's called. No, Gronk is a football player. Gronk is Gronk. Elon Musk's AI. Oh, it's so cool. Thank you, sir. Um, also, okay. he thinks. Speaking of speaking of Douglas Adams, he thinks that Grok is a hitchhiker's. Guy. I I have people have been. I've been arguing with people online. I there is no fucking way that guy has read that book. He's never read any book in his life. He's never read Hitchhiker's Guide. He's never had any fun. He's never had and enjoyed any fiction. He doesn't know how to read. There's no way. There's no way I mean, that Elon Musk. Oops, is- we're, oops, we're doing it. Hey, remember the other day when he talked about how he tried to play GTA Five, but he couldn't get into he it. He couldn't kill the cops. Very early on, you have to shoot police he officers. He said I couldn't do it. He said I played a video game that the name of the game is a crime, and I and I looked at it and they said they're making me do crime. Oh no! Also, Elon Musk Fucking doesn't care loser. about care about anything, and he's never read Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy in his life. If you asked him on Twitter, please tell me you've read Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, he'd say towel at you, and you'd go, thank you, sir. <laughs> Epic. Thank you. He's never read that book. That book is good. I, it's a fun book. I think that he has read it, but I don't think it is in any way virtuous to read that book. I don't think it's virtuous to read that book, but I do think that it's a positive quality to enjoy fiction, and I don't think Elon Musk enjoys fiction. I don't think he's read any books I think in his that, life. I think that he's read Hitchhiker's Guide when he was younger. Okay, and he doesn't remember That is what I believe. He doesn't remember any Just just so we're clear, anyone listening, when I say it's not virtuous to read that book, I do think it's a good book. I just don't think that it makes you cool or funny. It doesn't make you cool or funny to have read it, but I also think that Elon Musk is not cool or funny, and I definitely hasn't read it. 
I do want to listen to the radio play, though. Oh, it's so good. It's on Sp- I found out it's on Spotify. It used to be really hard to get your hands on it because it was very expensive to buy. But it's also it's on the Internet Archive for free if you don't want to give yeah, Spotify I'll, money. I, I'll go with that and not Spotify. Thank you I'm just much. saying if you, if, you, if you have that, you can get it through Spotify. But Internet Archive is there. It's got you covered. It's for free. Just download it on, on a USB and enjoy one of the best things I've ever heard in my life. It's so funny. Uh, anyway, so the doctor picks up a machine gun and starts shooting everybody. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. That's not what The happened. first thing you notice about the doctor is this cool gun. That it's too late. <laughs> so what actually happens is uh, that the doctor says, I want to use an extraction chamber. And we cut to Clara getting a hole blasted in her chest by a raven. But right before it hits her and punches a hole through her, time stops. And a door opens and the doctor beckons her through it into a Hello. white chamber. And what we learn is that the extraction chamber... This is Time Lord is, technology. It is a Time Lord technology where you can go to somebody in their final moments and talk to them and like get information out of them and pick their brain, and then you pop them back in to and die. die. And I'm sure that everybody who has ever been in an extraction chamber Loves has been it. really cool with it. And it's really cool that this technology got bought out by those those aliens that they go to at your precise moment of your death and then they pick you up so that they can torture you for all eternity for your crimes against <laughs> humanity. Remember those guys? I, I do wonder why it has <laughs> they, to be the moment before their yeah, death. Like, like, couldn't it be like just the day before when everything is chill right. and we're just like, it kind hey, of feels. Clara, it kind we of just feels had some like, questions for you. And she's like, oh yeah, cool. It kind of feels like the doctor has always had access to a piece of technology that lets him talk to people at various moments of their life. It's called his time machine and he can literally go to na- last Tuesday and say, hey, Clara. It is very funny to imagine that like we we're watching it in like slow motion. Clara is standing there. The raven starts flying out of the raven cannon. She, like, starts to stretch her arms out like Jesus Christ to die. But then a TARDIS materializes around her and takes her to safety. And the doctor's like, Clara, I'm so glad I got you before you died. I have some questions for you. And she's like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And she answers all the questions. And then he's like, okay, thanks. And then he goes back and he, like, pushes her back out the door and she gets killed by the raven anyway. Also, I disagree. I think when she was stretching out her arms, she was trying to distribute the weight of the raven evenly. So it would maybe give a bigger area of impact thus saving her life and and it didn't work because the raven has such a fast velocity but like she tried i like that here's an alternative because she's what if yeah what if she was like wait i'm one of you look at my wings maybe she was trying to get ready to catch it you wouldn't you wouldn't kill a fellow bird would you (laughs) squawk squawk please don't kill me so she starts eating some seeds off the ground. Okay, so she is in this extraction chamber with the doctor, the general, and some scientists. She's like, there's a weird ringing in my ears. So the, the general is like, oh, you have to tell her that he's like, uh, e, uh, ooh, okay, fine. Uh, you're not hearing your own heartbeat because you're dead. Uh-oh. Oops, sorry. That is, that's something I kind of liked. I like I like the idea that, that she would be like what is that noise and he would be like it's the absence of your heartbeat i think that's cool there was a thing that he's but the way he said it was like there's something you've heard for your entire life and only now are you not hearing it it's the drums it's caramel dancing <laughs> i would love to see that that like shot of uh the gallifrey city whatever which whatever one they're on and it's just a blasting caramel dancing flashing uh rainbow colors so he explains to clara that the time lords are very clever ding and she has been dead for billions of years. But before, uh, listen, I know that might be a little distressing, but I gotta ask you about the hybrid. <laughs> yes, which I think she doesn't know anything about either. Uh, the doctor then punches the general in the face and grabs his gun. He doesn't. And he do what says, he's... 
He says to the room, stay where you are, on pain of death, nobody take a selfie. Okay, Stephen. Yeah, let's stop making stop making Peter Capaldi say these. Fun- this is for Jody. <laughs> that one's for Jody. I know you didn't know about Jody, and I bet you, Stephen, you were fighting fucking tooth and nail to keep that one from happening. Do think, but do you think this was the deal? Because we someone uh, posted in Discord that article of uh, Peter Capaldi talking about like you know they they were kind of toying with the idea of the romance continuing into my era, <sighs> but I just kind of put my foot down. I was like, you know, I'm old enough to be uh, that. Uh, what's her name? First of all, da- uh, first what's of her all, name's dad. Thank you, thank uh, you, Jenna Coleman. Yeah. Do you think this was the deal? Like, you have to say selfie. And, I like, don't Instagram. have to have a romance with this young woman who is like my daughter's age, but you can make me say like old man shit. It's really funny to me. I was thinking about this the other day was like, it's really funny to me that, you know, one thing that I've said uh, that's very positive about this season is that, uh, that I think the doctor and Clara have a good relationship and it's really good because it's not romantic anymore. And it's good to know that in Steven's beautiful vision of the show, it was going to continue to be romantic when he became a very old man. Um, Do you remember when we watched the kyle xy dvd extra that's like here's what would have happened if we'd gotten to make the show go on longer it was like love triangle for four seasons yeah julie pleck was like we were planning to have the love triangle drive the plot for the next few seasons (laughs) i just think it's really funny like thank you peter capaldi for putting your foot down and saying it would be very gross uh but i really am i'm disappointed better without it i'm disappointed in the fact that steven was like yes 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 let's keep it going we're gonna make these two kiss all the time fucking good it was so good when matt smith was like giving her cookies and kissing her on the head oh my god i hated it so much but what if it was It wasn't that he was giving her cookies. It was that she had a plate of co- or no, that's right. He gave her a plate of cookies and didn't he like take a bite of one of them and put it back or something? Yes, yeah, so they'd have sort of an indirect sort of kiss when she indirect eats it. kiss. So, uh anyway, the doctor gets the gun and the general is like, <laughs> "Doctor, that gun is meant to protect the president. It has no stun setting." I love the idea that's like in Time Lord culture if if someone thinks that you might be a danger to the president, you're fucking dead instantly, even though we could stun you. I mean, the thing to me that's really funny is that, like, we know the time, like, the, 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 the moment of the moment of the scene, the tension of the scene relies on the viewer. And I, I did fall for it, like, forgetting about the thing that the Time Lords do. But, like, that does raise the question, because what happens here is the doctor shoots the general dead. And you go, wow, that was so cold. The doctor just killed a guy on screen. And then the general gets back up and, and oh my god, Sam, wouldn't it be so funny? No way. Wouldn't it be so funny if a doctor, a time lord regenerated into a woman? More woman time lord generals. (laughs) This is, but no, because it's equality win because she says, oh wow, I haven't, it was, I hadn't been a man for a really long time. No, 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 no. It's, she gets up and she's like, Huh, back to normal, am I? Yeah, so she's saying, like, I'm normally... Normally, we have she a quality. She says, only time I've been a man, that body. Dear Lord, how do you cope with all that ego? But also, okay, first of all, Steven's I have so many things to say. I have so many things to say. One of the things I have to say, and this is something that's like, we don't get glimpses into Time Lord society anymore, and I think that's good, because the show would raise so many questions about itself that it doesn't need to answer, right? The core of the mm-hmm. show is fun time travel adventure with a silly man and a, a person who may or may not get fed to the wood chipper at the end of it all. Uh, and I don't need to sit around saying, how do time lords experience their genders? 
But in a world <laughs> where anyone can be any kind of person at any time, and when they die, they just become a different person. I don't understand how they even... Like, this is the thing that killed me when the doctor was like, you and me, little boy, we're men. We're dudes. <laughs> I mean, you definitely could write an interesting story about that, and I suspect I'm that pretty Ursula sure that, K. Le Guin has already done that. Yeah, I was literally going to say, isn't that an Ursula K. Le Guin story that I've been meaning to read forever? Uh, but but uh, they don't need to do that because they can just keep the time. I only know about that story because of a, a, video, a video about by Starfield? YouTuber Jesse Gender about, about Starfield. About Starfield? Me too, me too, me too. That was a great video. Maybe you want to read that Oh, book. did you? Maybe you actually posted that I video. didn't post that video. I just watched it and enjoyed it at work. But oh. uh, the point being... I'm telling on you. The point being, if a Time Lord can become, can swap genders whenever they die, first of all, why do they... Exp- but also, second of all, why are they carrying live ammunition bullets if... The doctor's like, I'll kill you. And then he, then the person just gets right back up afterwards. Well, see, that, that's a, that's another good question, by the way, is that <laughs> the, the general is like, this is a, this is a gun for protecting the Time Lord president. It doesn't have a stun setting, which is ridiculous. Should Why, it, wouldn't just, a stun just setting? Just give it a stun setting. Yeah. <laughs> but the stun setting would have done more. <laughs> Would have done more because he he just or she now I guess just gets up moments and later then goes after the because doctor because it was set to kill. So it was like this is this is all supposed to be a little joke, like a little haha that Steve's playing on the audience. Can you believe the doctor just killed the person, but then the person gets right back up because haha timeline regenerates. But it's like that just breaks it. It breaks it so hard, Steven. I'm setting it from stun to stun shorter by killing. <laughs> this death you know is but a minor been more effective than killing the general. Like puts, a rope, or like clonking on the head. He puts he points the gun at the general, and the general's like, "No, I'm on twelve out of twelve. You can't do this. They'll put me in the torture jail forever." Yeah, that's another thing. By the way, is like the general is considering that we know that normally they have a thirteen limit. The general's like pretty chill about it, and like the general has regenerated before because she's like, "Only time I've been a man." I'm back to normal now. So I've been like, a woman. I've been a woman. I'm on like my eighth of 13 yeah. or whatever. And but I'm also, like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Well, okay. So moving on. Cause we've been, uh, I, I, I can't the doctor. <laughs> the doctor grabs a neural block, which is, he, he says, he says to the scientists, like, get me a neural block. One that's compatible with humans. Oh, that doesn't come back for a long time. And he, he, Takes Clara out of the room. Clara is not on board with this, by the way. She's like, Doctor, this I is died. not okay what you're doing. I don't want, don't do this for me, etc. Uh, we go back to the diner, and Clara is like, wow, you must have really liked her if you killed someone for her. You don't seem the type. And he's like, well, that's the first, second thing you notice about me, is that I don't seem the type to fucking kill you with my bare hands, but <laughs> I like, love to Or do my it. gun. Uh, so he takes Clara to the cloister, and... She says, how did you find Gallifrey? And he says, they unfroze it and came back to this universe. And she says, how? And he says, I didn't ask. It would make them feel cleverer. Ding. Ding. I really like the idea of how did they do this? You know, we have this big mystery. The Gallifrey is like, oh, it's always hanging out in the in the off screens because, because you know, it would be so monumental to bring it back. How did they bring it back? Uh, uh, don't worry I am fascinated, that. by the way, because... Uh, we have gotten just like the littlest bits of where is Gallifrey lore. Right. So in Day of the Doctor, which was an 11th Doctor story, we learned that before the revival of Doctor Who, Gallifrey was like put into some kind of pocket dimension or something. But since we watched that, we have learned that 
They, they have already come back in the end of time. Yeah. And, like, I had assumed at the time that that was, like, a different faction of, like, oh, these are the Time Lords who weren't on Gallifrey during the Time War or something. But we we know that this is the same president. All I'll say... So what the hell is going on there? All I'll say is I'm sure that some stuff would make more sense if you watched the show normally, which we are doing. No. But um, but no. also, the fact that, they like, they could have just not posed the question. They could have just not brought it up. And you know what would be funny? Yeah. Is if we recorded every single episode of this podcast and then released them in, order. in episode order. <laughs> we definitely talked about this before as a joke. It would have been very funny. I do think that we should oh, just, well. I do think that we should just, uh, create an alternate episode. When we're done with Doctor Who, we should just make an alternate feed that just puts all <laughs> of our episodes in show order. And it would just be the most fucking cranked podcast experience of your life as we introduce and then forget about running in jokes. <laughs> and we are like we have i mean no... that's just what it feels like to be river song i assume yeah like that's the river song that's the river song cut of of uh dr ha anyway okay <laughs> so so uh time we, will come we back the sliders yeah oh oh sorry sorry there's a very quick little scene in the diner where the doctor tells clara that he realized in that moment that the only way to keep her safe was to erase her he's gonna he's gonna donna him. her he already did this how many times? You already have you, did that one. I haven't even seen it, but I know that you did have it. The, how many times have you done this, old man? So we go back into the cloister, and the doctor explains the sliders. They are just like time lords? sliding computers. I, again, they are like vaguely Dalek shaped, but they have these like computer monitor faces that are like flickering, screaming dead time lord ghosts. These will really scare those kids. Thanks, Why Stephen. Are they that? Uh, the general's Why are they in agony. The, the general is is in the cloister, and she's like, "Seal off the exit." And then, oh, this part's so epic, dude. This part's so cool. Um, the doctor is like, "I'm looking for a secret exit that only no that only legends have set. Um, and if you go out it, you'll survive." And then they see a Dalek in there, and and he's going, "Exterminate! Exterminate! Exterminate!" Um, and then he goes, "Exterminate me!" And then the doctor turns around and sees Maisie Williams and blows her brains out. <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> Shut up. Um, we find out that the cloister also plays host to the Doctor Who Monster Museum. Um, <laughs> yeah. Opened. There's, like, Daleks we- that are, like, wrapped up in cables. Yes, this is this is another part of the concept of the Matrix slash Cloister, is that anyone who breaks into this database gets, quote-unquote, filed. So this is a Dalek that uh, the Doctor says would have been here from the Cloister Wars, presumably trying to obtain this database. But it was, like, captured by the Sliders, and now it is being kept alive on cables and tubes. Presumably out of sheer malice. Yeah. And then we see weeping angels. And then Clara sees angels. some weeping angels who are also wrapped in cables. And a Cyberman. And a Cyberman. We don't get to see the fucking Raxacoricophallopatorians, but we know they're down here. <laughs> yeah, there's no ice. This should, we should have just gotten a quick every single alien ever. It's you know, like, like that shot the, in the, the... You know the, the shot? The Toymaker! Oh, it's the... It's uh, the uh, yep. Forester from the... <laughs> It's you know that shot in the, in the Simpsons, uh, in the OP of the anime, The Simpsons, um, uh-huh. where it just pans across like everybody in Springfield. It's like that with all the Doctor <laughs> yeah. Who monsters, just in like like in six frames, just 
camera sweeps by and they're all there. Um, we find, we find this big glyph on the floor that the doctor is like, ah, yes. Um, uh, <laughs> Game of Thrones. Oh, and th- yeah. This is, this is kind of convoluted. I mean, it's whatever. It's contrived, I guess is the word, but they will spend several minutes of this episode, like sitting on this sigil. And the doctor explains that the sliders don't attack you if you are here because it means that you know where the secret exit is, which means that you're supposed to be here, I guess is the idea. That doesn't make any sense, but okay, Doctor. Also, we learn that um, if the Matrix... This is where we find out if the Matrix detects time disasters coming, it'll uh, ring the bells, and never known bells to mean surrender. Um, <laughs> Shut up. Do you think that they were going crazy when Flux was happening? Or was that, like, not a big enough deal to make the Time Lords wake up? <laughs> I don't know. I don't care. No, I well, actually, this. actually, actually, Flux wasn't. It. Flux was not. Flux was a war between time and space. So maybe the Time Lords were like impartial. They weren't allowed to be involved. They had to be third party observers. We then get a silly line where Clara is like, "Why would a computer need to defend itself from its own creators?" Which is a really stupid Doesn't thing make to any say. Sense. And then the doctor says, "Just wait till you see what the internet does." This ah. is really funny because it. I, it's supposed to be the doctor being like a funny old man, but also um, it further contributes to the lore that uh, Clara is completely tech illiterate and she's never used the internet before and she doesn't know what it is. Wait mm-hmm. till you see the internet. You'll figure it out one day, Clara. Once you get all that Wi-Fi. He then explains the story of someone who legendarily oh, I wonder who escaped these, I wonder who he's talking about. He says there was a student at Time Lord University or whatever who went missing for four days and then he popped up somewhere else in the city, and everyone said he had gone mad. And he says, last I heard, he stole the moon and the president's so wife. So epic. And then he says, oh, actually. And Clara's we... like, oh, was she nice? Was she because nice Because it with was it? him. He was, yeah. Um, and he says, it was actually the president's daughter. And I didn't steal the moon, but I was a different man back then. Um, and then Clara uh, says, how about we take a hard right turn into absurd levels of like pathos and hubris how long has it been since you last saw me uh and he's like ah what does it matter matter. and she's like no tell me tell me what they did to you it's really funny it's not important it's really funny to me i maybe i'm a clown maybe i'm boo boo the fool but it feels to me watching this this is how i felt watching was that steven wanted to do this epic reveal this really messed up fucked up thing and he didn't really know how to uh, get to that because I feel like this question and the way Clara asks it doesn't make much sense to me. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Because like to me, it seems like she's like, "Doctor, you seem so tired and weary and old. How many bazillions of years has it been?" Right. She's not like, "What's been going what's been, on yeah, since it's like, I how, died?" What or happened? Like... What did they do to you? It's like. You were dead, and you were just pulled out of being dead. And I personally, as a as a human being, think that maybe, and I'm not as as intuitive as Clara. I wish I could be, but like I just don't think that this point A to point B makes sense. But that's just me. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I don't know what it's like to be traveling with a doctor, and maybe I wouldn't be able to pick up on his weariness so much. Well, well, he dodges the question, and then. Uh, there's an elevator nearby. I love that the secret legendary exit is Has, right next to the fucking elevator. It's next to the gift shop for the Monster Museum. I don't know what I to I mean, tell it's you. next to the entrance, as yeah. it turns out. What is this, like, 
there's there's no way out except for the secret exit that's right next to the elevator that isn't a way out. I Six guess. Six ways in and out, and no ways out. So so Clara asks them how long, or or she's like, I don't I don't really get what's going on here because she like she like yells at them. She's like, stay back. I'm talking to him, and they're like, oh, excuse me. <laughs> I don't know why they yeah give a they kind of just. Because there's this whole thing, they're like, we can't enter the cloister or whatever, but they also can, and they do sometimes, but also they can't, but they do. Or or maybe when, when uh, Gastron, the, the restaurant uh, Time Lord, was down here, he was like, he didn't step off the elevator, he was just looking, so it was okay, he hadn't entered it. Yeah, I know. Whatever. So stupid. Uh, so, so she's like, what? So Clara what? asks the doctor what the hybrid is. What does he know about the hybrid? And he tells her, the truth know. is, I don't know anything about the hybrid. I just needed to pretend I did. So that the Time Lords who were holding me hostage would believe that I had information for them that I could use as a bargaining chip to get access to an extraction chamber so that I could save you. This is where he mentions that the Raven was fired out of a Time Lord Raven cannon. We'll probably, and, we'll probably make sense when we get to Heaven, heaven Sand. And she turns back to Sister Ohila and says, how long was he in that confession dial? And she says, we don't know exactly, but we think it was around 4.5 billion years. And then on the screen it says, additional dialogue by Chris Chibnall. <laughs> I like the line, we don't know exactly, because maybe it was more like 100 and they just don't know. Um, <laughs> I hate this, Jordan. It's so dumb, and I think it's really stupid and also really it's dumb. It's way too much. Too and much. I know that the point oh, is, Doctor is to so, make it's so destructive. It for Clara to make it so over the top that we're horrified by it but i'm just like that is beyond horrifying that is fucking stupid yeah it goes from like this is yeah like no what what was he doing what was he doing was he just sitting there like if you had said like 500 years Damn. i would have been like oh my god doctor that's so messed up but then after but like yeah i mean we don't even know why he ended up being let out that'll presumably be in heaven sent but yeah, so Ohila is like, hey, he could have, or no, the general says, he could have left any time he wanted, but he refused to speak. And Clara's like, doctor, did you really stay in there for four and a half billion years? And he's like, yeah. I don't know, but if she says so, I guess it must have been. Like, that's too that's long. Too much. I don't think the that doctor, number yeah, is too, too big. big. <laughs> you went You went over the top too much to the point that it's just like, that's just stupid. Steven. Like, I like, because there's, here's the thing, if, if it didn't work after a thousand years, and it didn't work after five thousand years, and it didn't work after a million years, and it didn't work after a billion years, it's not gonna work after four and a half billion years, Doctor. I have to ask, and maybe we don't know enough about the confession dial, does that mean they also had to wait four and a half billion years, or was no, it, I think it like it's a like a dimension, like time? Yeah, I think that from their perspective, he was just in there for like, here's what I'm guessing, and this is kind of taken from a Black Mirror episode, mm -hmm. but I'm guessing that the idea is... Is that time is like super super fast in there so like to them they're like oh my god he was in there for like an hour that's four and a half billion years there's an episode of uh this is hello welcome to jordan's deep space dine corner where i tell you about cool episodes that fucked up episodes of deep space dine um there was an episode uh one of my least favorite uh not because it's bad but because i think we've talked about this 
What? I think I mentioned the Black Mirror episode, and then you mentioned the Deep the Space one where, Nine The one where O'Brien gets falsely uh, charged for a crime, and then gets yeah, we've had this exact conversation. Twenty years in prison. Oh my god, that episode is so hard to watch. What an upsetting episode of television. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Um, this makes no sense, and I don't like it. Um, and Claire doesn't yeah, like I it just, either. I just think the number is too big. I think that this plot point would have worked better if it was a it was smaller like, I think it was like 5,000 years. That's like a good... Yeah, because that's like... That's like... That's longer than his life up to that right. point. That's like, a that's upsetting number. to think about. I think that 4.5 billion years does things to you that is like... There's no way that he would come out and be like, oh, here I am playing my guitar. Anyway, I've got my spoon here, right. everyone. He would come out and it would, I don't even know what he would be like. He'd be like... He wouldn't know how to talk. Right. He would be just like... He would be like eight different guys. He would be a different doctor. <laughs> yeah. Like... I think I think that is part of the problem. Is like, it's a number that is so high that it doesn't make any sense. Like, again, doctor, that wasn't going to fucking work. It's <laughs> and also it, that, like... Oh, it basically yeah. did... I mean, I guess I don't know why they let him out in the end, but... It, it 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 also yeah it, I can't imagine that he would come out of it basically the same as he they went needed into to it. they needed to put the confession dial on the charger so they had to let to him the, out. It's to the point that from my perspective watching it having missed the previous episode I'm like whoa 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 sorry you're telling me that the man that I'm watching in this episode is four and a half billion years older than the last time I saw him, and I didn't notice anything right. different about it. Right. Nothing is nothing has changed, but a process has occurred. Yeah, it, it sucks. It really doesn't work at all. And then all. she's like, why would you do that? And he says, I had a duty of care. Okay. Um, yep, because she's like, I was already dead anyway. What does it matter? And then do they just like, leave? The, do they just leave the cloister? Do they just get out through the secret exit? So there's a there's a little thing that happens here where she's like, I have to say something to you, doctor. And then the camera cuts away, so we don't know what it is. And then she like turns back to the general and to Ohila, and she starts dunking on them. And she's like, the real monsters are you. You are hated. By everyone, and especially me. And meanwhile, Ohila is just standing there catching these strays. Like, I literally just got What did you do? I, I, all I do is give you a magic potion that makes you John Hurt. I don't know what your problem is with me. I helped him save Gallifrey from the time I war. have to assume that she was part of the people who put him in the confession dial, but we don't know that as viewers. Yeah, maybe. As, as it kind of seemed like she just showed up, but I guess she knows how long he was in there, so. Yeah. Um, but then they're like, what did you tell him? And she's like, I told him a few things, but the one that concerns you the most that I said was, don't worry, doctor, they'll be looking at me. And they're like, oh, the what? doctor's gone. I don't know how we didn't notice that he opened a big hatch under the floor and whatever. Oh, and then, and then the we TARDIS get an old, not the her. TARDIS, a TARDIS. It's black and white and oh, yeah, sorry. gray it's, all over. It's a cylinder. It's a cylinder. And then the doctor says, look, and it's not just like, like a, a funny Roman column. Yeah. And the doctor's like classic, just like in the olden days. Look at it. It's this was this was so funny, but not on purpose that he like I thought that he was going to materialize the TARDIS around her and then it would vanish. But he like pokes his head out and is like, fuck you guys. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, why didn't you like try to jump in when the door was open? <laughs> 
Not even the hordes of Genghis Khan could get through these Because doors. they're like, we can't go into the cloister because the sliders are here. But they're not here. They specifically told us that this is, like, the safe zone. It's the circle of safety. They're in the TARDIS. Why? He, turns into, he turns into, like, Matt Smith for a little bit when he says, like, I made a four-wheeled bicycle. He's like, we're gonna have lunch, then breakfast, because we're time travelers, haha. Then cocktails with Moses. He'd be a fun person to have a cocktail with, for sure. Oh, yeah, he says he's going to invent a flying submarine. Because he's crazy. It's it's fine though. I I I I appreciate the idea of this scene, which is that he has finally gotten Clara back, and he's like back to normal. Also, that ends well. Like, not it's not just back to normal. It's like making up for lost time. Right. Like, we're gonna go. He's like, I'm gonna railroad us onto some wacky. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take us on those those adventures you never get to see, where you don't almost die on them. We're gonna go to. We the... also see that the back of her neck has like a tattoo with three zeros. That's which just I because has she. To do with her that's just because she's working for the hitman guys. That's her barcode. Uh... Um, she was driving the car that killed Rose's dad. Yeah, and then and then she's like, "It's time nice to work." Double zero. It's time to like, Excuse me. It's time gonna explode because you saved me. And he's like, "Yeah, time heals. Nature is healing. It'll be fine." Yeah, he's always he's always said, uh, you know, you could basically do whatever you want to time. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Unless it's bring Rose's dad back to life. That's the one you know, thing. Rose's dad was, the whole thing with Rose's dad was that he was an ordinary man, which is the most important thing that you can be. So bringing an ordinary man back to life would destroy the universe. But Clara's destroying the impossible Clara, girl. or bringing Clara back to life, rather, that that's fine. She's the impossible girl. Her existence is whatever. Um, so then, uh, then... He's like, uh, we're gonna go out of the range of the Time Lords so that your, like, death undoes itself and your heart starts beating again. It'll be fine. Um, and then he's like, I'm gonna make a quick- Which- That doesn't make any sense. Because the reason that her heart is stopped- Is because she's dead. Is because she was pulled into basically a stasis chamber where she can be alive between her last heartbeats. Why would taking her away from the stasis chamber- mean that she isn't still does he look like a man die. sam does he look like a man with a plan he's been in okay. jail for 4.5 billion years he's That's a little a he's number. a little bonk <laughs> he's like oh my god we're being chased by 10 billion daleks right now off screen so but he's starting to worry because she or yeah yeah she's like i don't have a pulse doctor it's still not i think I, I think i need to die sorry doctor and and he's like, I don't, I answer to no one in this moment, Clara. And then Maisie Williams is there like, no one. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Fuck you. No, what happens is almost even dumber than that. I mean, that, that would be the dumbest thing in the world because that was written by David Benioff and D.B. Weiss, who are. So they, they, they park themselves on Gallifrey, but like in the last moments of the universe, right. like post where they were taking refuge. And then there's who a knock, knock on the door. knock four times? And, the and he's like, like it's ah, always it's four like- knocks. And I'm like, yeah, that's a very common pattern of knocking on a door. <laughs> it's always five knocks. Um, who's that? It's I- always... It's always shaving a haircut. Um, <laughs> me will knock... Remember that prophecy? Remember when the lady on the bus and me will knock four times? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like that's great have fun with that and she's like no you don't understand and then oh my god claire's like claire's like how is someone out there and then he says i gotta go deal with i'll go deal with that myself and then she says who's out there and he says me and i forgot so i was like is there gonna be another doctor out there and then macy williams is there and i was like god damn it 
Yeah, uh, Arya Stark is sitting here at a chessboard. I feel bad. I feel bad for Macy Williams that she's just been typecast as that face, that one face. Why? Why is it a chessboard? She's only allowed to be, mm, you know, that's her only character that she can play on TV. I guess. Mm. Yeah, but also, yeah, we're hung up on different things. I agree, but I'm I'm really hung up on On the the chessboard. Well, she's like evil, like she's epic and smart. Why? Why, it's not like, like, it would have been one thing if she was like, how about a game, Doctor, or something like that. But there's just a chessboard there, and I'm like, did she bring this from home? Why, surely <laughs> the Time Lords are like aren't two playing cool, chess. There's like two cool, like, Matrix-style armchairs for them to sit in. And um, this fucking kills me, because she says something like, you said once... That when all is said and done, we could always count on the company of our fellow immortals. And I'm like, no, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. (laughs) In The Woman Who Lived, she was, like, having a hard time maintaining her human identity after being alive for 800 years. She figured it out. Now it's, like... She fixed it. A a hundred billion years later, and she's like, do you remember what you said to me at the bar, Doctor? (laughs) I, I I just got it. She got a handle on it. She figured it out. She figured it out. The older she got, the sharper her brain and became. Then she's, and then she turns into the she turns into Missy for a little bit. Cause she, mm, I've been sitting here watching the stars go out. It's beautiful, Galici. He says, "How are you sustaining this time bubble?" And she says, "Just Brilliant. fine, thanks." Brilliantly. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah. This is this is where uh, uh, we get some more some more fucking death Game of Thrones <laughs> conversations. Where she's like, I've been watching the stars die, Doctor. It was beautiful. No, it's sad. And he says, no, it was sad. And she says, no, it was both. And then he's like, you killed Clara. And she says, no, "No, Clara died for who she loved. And it was sad. And it was beautiful. Yeah, guess written by fucking David Benioff and D.B. Weiss, huh? Jesus Christ. Like, is there going to be a part uh, where she, like, stands up and the dying sun explodes and makes her look like she's got a halo or something, like, in the back of her head? Like, There's a little bit more, though, because <sighs> she says, do you know why we run, Doctor? And he says, because it's fun. And she says, because we know summer can't last forever. And he says, of course it can. You just have to the steal fucking, a time machine. Not the summer. What? Winter like, is coming, yeah, winter, Doctor. She literally said, if you extrapolate that line, she literally said, winter is coming, Stephen. She you, literally said Khaleesi. You can't, you can't, Stephen, you can't have your own goddamn ideas, dude. So Especially when the TARDIS, ideas that you're stealing from, Stephen, are bad and stupid and bad television. But I don't know what, was Game of Thrones still good? Was it good when this episode came out or was it already bad? No, it bad? was never good. I know it wasn't, but the joke was like, when, what... When, when in Game of Thrones... Was- this would have been, like, season four or five, Ooh, I think. Oh, uh-oh, uh-uh. This was, like, a girl is no one. Wait. I think so. No way. Are you telling me that, like, they... Stephen literally was, like, watching A Girl is No One, I'm Slicing the Candle, and then he was like, I'm gonna bring uh, Macy Williams and we're gonna say, I am me. And it's like, you, you... Li- there was no time between that. He just took her off of Game of Thrones and made her play Arya Stark on a different show. Steven. Yeah. Fuck yeah. you. That's exactly what Why happened. are you such a bad writer? Uh, meanwhile, in the TARDIS, Clara turns on the scanner screen to watch and she sees it and she's like, oh, I've already seen this episode of Game of Thrones. And she turns it back <laughs> off. You no, know, she turns the scanner screen on and it's all black because it's so dark you can't even see it. <laughs> 
She like turns the screen on and she puts the. Doctor- she turns on the screen and she's like, "Oh, is that Maisie Williams? Am I watching Game of Thrones? Oh, I can barely see anything." And then she's like, "Oh, oops, I'm wearing the Sonic sunglasses." And then she takes them off and she's like, "No, that no, didn't help. still can't. Didn't help. Uh, I should have gotten a better TV and watched it at night." The way that they intended. Um, she puts on the su- sunglasses, which allow her to see the TV. I don't know why. And then, um, and then she's like, a shield her. Sorry, me. This is the thing, right? She does the, oh, in that scene that we didn't mention it in that scene where she's like, oh, I'm not a shielder. I'm me. And then he says, sorry about that. Okay, a shielder. Are, who is the hybrid? And then she says, I'm the hybrid, probably. No, no, he says, you're the hybrid, probably. He thinks that she's the hybrid. But she says, I can't be the hybrid because I am not a Time Lord and a Dalek. I am a human with a little bit of mire. I guess they now, I'm assuming the, box, the mire the is another word for the uh, tube that makes the, you the Mori. <laughs> we know that the doctor gave her an immortality box, the immortality mm-hmm. toothpaste. I guess that was mire. And then he says, no, no, but no. The doctor says the humans and the mire are both warrior races. And she says, well, here's my theory. Can I just say, can I complain about something for a second? To defend my beautiful race of, of mankind. Uh-huh. Just because the humans have, like, militaries, I don't think the count as a... I think of warrior race, I think of, like, the Klingon, or I think of, like, the ice warriors. Like, if I was going to be the doctor, I'd be like, you aren't warriors, you all sit around on your phones all day long, you think you're warriors, you know? Um, I think, I think in this context, the concept of a warrior race is probably pretty, like, uh, relative. So, like, if there are races where there isn't war, then we are a warrior race, I would say. If if we were, like, the Sea Devils, we would definitely... They are no warrior race. They're nice. They're nice with it. I think there are a lot of people who want humans to be a warrior race. Yeah, but all they do is sit around on their phones all day. <laughs> Listening to the Joe Rogan experience. Right. They don't, they don't do it. They just think about it. And they post on, on, on Twitter or they post on... on whatever websites they go on about how we could be a warrior race. Like, I think that calling us a warrior race, Stephen, gives those people power that I don't think they should have. Don't let them have that. We suck. We, we just sit around Aria on our then speculates that the Doctor is the hybrid, and the reason that he's oh, always on Oh, because he likes Earth humans so much. Is because he's part human. No, I think she's saying that he's, like, spiritually part human. Not like he's genetically part human, but he's, like... He's human in spirit or soul. I thought she was suggesting that he's genetically part human because she was like, isn't it interesting that you always spend so much time on Earth? I wonder if there's a reason for that. She's making smirking no one face at the screen. Ooh, I wonder if, I wonder if, uh, I wonder who your mother is for real, Jon Snow. And then, uh, and then, and then... But then she just she just deletes that. She's like, I actually, actually have a different theory. Better, Do you want to hear that one instead? The better theory, my favorite theory, is that the hybrid, uh, the Time Lord computer sucks, and it's not good at what it does. And actually, the hybrid is two people. It's a mix of Time Lord and human. I hate the hybrid. I think this is one of the it's stupidest really ideas they've dumb, ever had. Steven. It's two people. Who... The idea that the Time Lords have a prophecy computer made of all the algorithms. That tells you that the Doctor and Sucks. Clara have a toxic relationship. No like, why? You're, they're basically... Because, like I said, I thought that the idea was that they are they are making... They're, like, extrapolating right. based the, on knowledge that they have. These eternal... But no, they're just like, like if, you, if you put all the all brains the brain together, cells. they'll be able to predict well, the Well, he's future. got... What we learn from the Fourth Doctor, they have their intelligence dangler. So, 
think about the power of all the if all the danglers touched together. Yeah, you would be able to find danglers out together strong. You would be able to find out together that the Doctor and Clara kind of bring out the worst in each other so bad that a that a super advanced that deep thought itself got to say that they were kind of toxic together and maybe they should stop hanging out. Which is true, although it I think it true. was a lot less toxic when he became Peter Capaldi. It, yeah, I know, right? But but I and guess now we learn uh-huh. because we learn that. Who who was it that pushed who who orchestrated the meeting of the doctor and Clara thereby creating the hybrid a pairing of a human and a time lord who will push each other to dangerous extremes and the doctor thinks about it and is like oh, Missy Clara it was sorry Missy introduced me to Clara in some way I guess roll back so the, the tapes master, is this off screen like, or did this happen the master, I guess, like set the doctor up on a blind date with Clara. I'm gonna when make she you have Clara the grossest, Oswin. I'm gonna have you make you have the grossest TV romance I've ever you've ever seen. And this is my way <laughs> of fucking with you, Doctor. I mean, this is truly one of the worst stories they've ever told on Doctor Who. I, I mean, think. I mean, I guess in a way, Missy did lead the Doctor into putting himself into the mind prison for 4.5 billion years. Goddamn, that's what a big number. Thank you, Chris. Um, but that doesn't. Like, did we see, I mean, once again, maybe in the, when they go to the heaven dimension, there'll be a thing that's like, oh, I hope you enjoyed my, your little friend that I sent you, Doctor. Like, remember when I, remember when you were on the space Titanic or whatever it was? That was me who did that. There was also a part of the prophecy that we didn't mention that was like, at the end of time, the hybrid will stand on Gallifrey. So it's like, it could be any one of them, assuming that we believe this bullshit. I just really like that the, the, the entire combined brain power of every de- Time Lord who ever lived was there to tell us that the Doctor and Clara are not good for each other. Also, the entire reason that they're so afraid of the hybrid is because the phrasing is like, the hybrid will, will stand in the ruins of Gallifrey. Right. But now we're learning that the the hybrid, assuming it is indeed the Doctor and Clara, they which just I, went I, there. Yeah, they're, they're standing on the ruins because they time-traveled to the end of the universe. Like, the hybrid was never anything. Who gives a shit? The, 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 the Time Lord Matrix, all it does is come up with, like, cool gossip about the Time Lords. We didn't hear the other prophecy that was just like, uh, that was like, uh, uh, Romana, that shirt doesn't look very good on you. You gotta get yeah, you a said your name right. Yeah, I did. I really, I, did you hear the pause of me doing oh, the calculations? The calculations of trying to remember if it was Romana or Ramona? You went, you went into your mind palace for 4.5 It took me 4.5 billion years to remember. Um, you could have, you could have come back out at any time I and had just to get said it Ramona. Right. I, I had to get it right. I had a duty. Duty of care, duty of correctness. So, uh, uh, a shielder is like, what's next for you and your toxic girlfriend and he's like nothing i'm gonna wipe her memory and drop her off on earth where she can live a I'm normal gonna, donna I'm gonna life donna the fuck out of her. and he literally says i've done it before i've done it before and we'll never see her again coming soon can i ask steven when you write i've done it before how many times has he done in it in the climactic ending of the doctor's storyline with a long-running companion Maybe that's a sign that you need to go back to the drawing board. <laughs> Deja vu, am I right? I'm not only uh, a long-running companion, one of the longest-running, and also one of the most popular, by the way. Clara, everyone loved Clara when the show was on, as, as I've been told. So the idea that he's like, we'll Donna her. But it's okay. Well, actually, no. It's not that he's going to Donna her. It's that he's going to Jamie her. And he also Jamie Donna. 
we're just putting nouns in places where they shouldn't go, Sam. We can't do that. He's been he's been doing this since he was the second doctor. <laughs> the funny thing to me, well, t- well, maybe I'll talk about my classification system at the end of the episode, but I do really like that the fate that he gives Clara is so, like, epic for her. Like, it, this, what else could he do for the most coolest of and beloved of companions? For the record, I do like Clara. I think Clara's fine. I just think that I have I have also grown to like her. Yeah, I just think that the, what they gave her was like this is like the coolest fan service ending for Clara. And maybe we could bring her back one day. Who knows? Um, I don't know. Anyway, so oh yeah, when I when I say that he Jamied Donna and Clara, the reason I say that is because he he says he doesn't just say I've done it before. He says usually I've done it telepathically, which suggests that he's done it. This will be at least the third time he's done this. To me, that's gross. The fact that this is like a pattern of behavior where he like takes these people on fun adventures and then he wipes their memory of him and they never knew, like they just lost all that time. These adventures are for me to remember. That's disgusting, Doctor. That's genuinely some real freak shit. Uh, And uh, he knows that Clara is watching this. Uh, They go back in the... You go back in Yeah, the... they go back inside. Uh, Clara pretends that she didn't hear it. Also, she does something with the sonic sunglasses, but what is it? We'll find out in a second. Uh, she fails to pretend to be surprised to see a shoulder. Uh, so she's just like, yeah, I saw I saw your conversation. Please don't erase my memories. Um, Ika, but I got he it. Says, he says, like, you can't stop me. And she's like, oh, yeah? I did I your, fav- your sunglasses. I reversed the polarity, smiling at the camera. That, like, made me gag a little bit. Don't do that. Take so she says, if you try to activate that, it will make you lose your memories of me But instead. what if you did it? I, and then his shielder's like, hey, don't forget me. <laughs> I I like the idea that, like, this is like when he turned around the wooden Cyberman's flamethrower. <laughs> like, couldn't he just be like, oh, okay, and then he just rotates well, no, because it. He, because the thing is, he doesn't know if she did it right. So... That means when you, when you go into a neural link match, a wrestling a ring, there's a 50-50 chance of winning. Uh, there's a 50-50 chance of the... I'm assuming you've not seen that funny video. Um, I'll send it to you later. Um, the, he's basically saying... Oh, like, no, I, ha- I have seen yeah. that. I re- he's, I like, yeah. he's like, I don't know if you did it right. So basically, we're going to press the button and we have no idea who's going to get their memories erased. Um, and it'll be like flipping a coin, except we don't know the odds either is the other thing. The odds are anything between 0% and 100%. Average those out. Right, the odds are either I did that or I, I didn't did it. do that. <laughs> so it is a 50-50 shot. Um, also, the, 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 the whole reasoning for this of why it's treated as a 50-50 is because she's like, I use the sonic sunglasses to reverse the polarity of the neural link. And he's like, I think that you don't know how to do that. And they're treating it like a 50-50. It's the... But Clara clearly understands it enough to have even, like, thought that she knew what she was doing to begin with. <laughs> it's the fucking... It's the fucking war will destabilize the entire Mideast region and set off a global shockwave of anti-Americanism versus... No, it won't. Pointing the sunglasses at the neural link and pushing a button will reverse the polarity versus... No, no it won't. won't. So, yeah, they're like, it's it's like a Russian roulette, like, we'll just push the button, and whatever happens, happens, because the, it's true, Clara. We have pushed each other too far. And if I'm Clara in this moment, I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> There's no we in this. I didn't do shit. <laughs> You're the person who's being incredibly toxic right now. You pulled me out of being dead to do this to me. After 4.5 billion like, years. 
she is like really upset about this. She's like, these adventures have been the best years of my life, uh, including the part so where Danny how could was you blown up. Take them away from me. And I like, yeah, I have a right to my memories of them. And the doctor's like, okay, fair, but also no, no, it won't. <laughs> No, it won't. No, and you then, don't. Okay, and then this is the part that's, like, crazy to me, is that they're like, okay, fine, we're gonna do this fucking coin flip, um, and then uh, they press the button, and for plot dr- drama, um, the, like, neural... You would think that when you press the neural link or whatever it's called... Um, what's it called? What's the thing called again? Neural link. So it kills... Maybe. It kills monkeys? Yeah, um, I think that's Neuralink. Oh, the Neuralink, when you press it, you'd think there'd be like a glowy light or a laser or a sound. But because we need to have the question of who got their memories erased so it can be drama, it does fucking nothing. It just sits there and then it, and then you feel the effect. And I think that's so, like, no, it shouldn't work like that. Yeah, like, I want to see one of these being used in context of a normal operation. Like, first of all, they have to be compatible with the specific can't least, anatomy. Steven, can't it at least, like, make a beeping sound or, like, a shockwave or something? Like, why is it... Like, it, it feels like they forgot to put an effect in here. They press it, and they're like, did it do something? I don't know. Who lost their memories? I don't know. Oh! I, I legitimately think that this would have worked better if instead of being, like, an orb or, like, a disc or whatever it was, if it was, like... A fucking Acme gun that she put a cork in it. Or it's like they have to, they they both grasp either end of the Christmas cracker and pull. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's an amnesia Christmas cracker. I feel like they were trying to allude to that imagery because one of, I think, I think he, she was like, how do, so how do we do this? And he's like, the same way we've done everything together. together. And they like hold on to it together. And then there's a little so joke. I think that was the idea. the joke but... inside. <laughs> he tell, But yeah, that's when he says the thing about pears. That's the little embarrassing joke inside the Christmas Oh my cracker. God, yeah. He starts to lose his memories. He realizes oh, God, that it's, that it's affected me. him. And I have, I have his monologue written oh, down so here. Get ready to cry. Get ready to cry. <laughs> Run like hell because you'll always need to. <laughs> Laugh at everything because it's always funny. Never be cruel, never be cowardly, and never eat pears because they're too squishy and make your chin wet. Have a great summer. <laughs> That's what you wrote in your yearbook. So, this is literally just girly things. What is that, doctor? So she starts crying, and he... This is very much, uh, not to reference the secret life of the American teenager, <laughs> but do you remember when the therapist character of Dr. Ken Fields... Don't make me think about Ken most- Fields incomprehensible speech and then we cut to molly ringwald sobbing <laughs> i forgot about that I, I don't remember anything he said but it, yeah he's like you are you are you and you the best thing you can do is the things that you need and today is the best day of tomorrow of your life <laughs> and then it cuts to molly ringwald and she's like throwing I've up for never, crying I've too hard never felt it so good have a great summer ken fields yeah, the doctor's like, pears are squishy, and Clara's like, no, no they're not. Um, I like them. Uh, but yeah, he's like, this is this is what this is right. Like, I became. The I hybrid. went too far. I became the hybrid. Shut up, I'm a fucking hybrid. The also, also, it's nothing. also, it's nothing. The hybrid's not anything. The other thing, that if is the hybrid that, yeah. is literally the doctor standing there. Then shut the fuck up about it. Also, like, we don't ever, like, the, the, the case is never closed on the hybrid, so to me it's just like there was no hybrid, it was never a thing, it was just ChatGPT fucking up. Right, um, it just happened to sound kind of like something that did happen. Right, um, and then she's like, 
She's oh, and then he says, "Give me a smile, sweaty, haha, please." Like <laughs> you're so pretty, haha. She's like crying. She's like losing her her friend of so many years, and he's like, "Why wouldn't you just smile more one more time for old doctor, please?" And then she, I don't even remember if she does, uh, but then he passes out, and then he wakes up in Nevada, and there's a guy there who I thought, "Whoa, was, hey there, buddy, hey pal, it's me." <laughs> Y'all right? It's Laura said that you needed some help there, buddy. It's me, Rosa Parks. <laughs> Remember that that actress was really trying. She was trying her best, but you know sometimes your best is not. It's not. Can I it's have not, one cheeseburger, please? <laughs> it's really uh It's really funny that like, uh, what's his name, Jacob Anderson on Game Grumps yeah. has just become the eternal shorthand for British people doing an American accent forever <laughs> for the rest of time. That lets me forget <laughs> that <laughs> clip was from Game Grumps. Um, so, so he, yeah, we return to the diner. Uh. And the doctor explains to Clara because like, we were assuming that Clara was the one who didn't no, know who he was, but now it turns that. out that she was pretending. And he says, "Yeah, I don't remember her, but I know I, I there's a hole in my memories around her. So like, I know that I was on a submarine with an ice warrior. I could not believe that that was one of the I grand know. adventures that they called back to. There was a mummy on a train. I know that her. I know that her name was Clara." I feel like that shouldn't be one of the things that, shouldn't that he's be able allowed. to remember he shouldn't about be allowed her, her to fucking remember. name. Yeah, doesn't seem like it, but okay. Uh, he remembers that she told him something in the cloister, but that he couldn't remember what it was. She, He doesn't remember what she looks like. He doesn't remember how she talked. Uh, and then Clara is like, well, I don't know how you expect to find her. She could be anyone. <laughs> Even me. And he's like, no, I remember no, I mean, me. I should, yeah, Shielder's not, no, that's not her. I still remember her. Um, and then and he's he says, like, well, if I if I met her again, I would know about it. And then she's crying and clapping. And then he's like, wait a minute. I remember. I didn't bring her here. I brought Amy and this Rory was, okay. here. Yeah. Yes, this was so nuts because he's like, wait a minute. I think I've been here with Clara. And he starts, like, looking around and he's like, wait, no. I brought Amy and Rory here. I don't think that the Doctor remembers any of these people anymore. Fuck you. You've been in the time hole for 4.5 billion years. You don't remember <laughs> Amy and Rory. Shut up. <laughs> You only know who Clara is, and now you're gonna go. Now that Clara's gone, you're gonna go off and find a, a nice college student to torture for for a while. He's gonna meet his granddaughter and be like, "Who the fuck? Who the are fuck you? are you?" This is the this is be like the really funny like consequence of this is that the doctor no longer remembers any of his companions. Ace comes back. Well, Donna hilariously, comes back. the next time on uh, the episode after this is a River Song episode, and I'm just imagining him meeting her and being like, "Oh, um, okay, okay, hold on a minute, hold on a minute." I know that River Song unstuck in time or whatever the different. Uh-huh. How is River Song still on the? I thought River Song like turbo died like six different times. This version of her hasn't died yet. Right. This is the, like she's Ri- a time traveler. River Song can never go away. Are, is is Shudi Gatwa gonna meet River Song? He very well might. Oh my god. Although I don't know because because I I don't think we've talked about it on the podcast, but the fact that it's going to be quote unquote Doctor Who season one, right? They're trying it's to do possible like, that they're gonna try to sort of strip away that sort of like. You mean they're trying to de? You had to watch it. To they're know. trying to de Steven the show. I hope they do that, but I also hope that they every once in a while let's get let's get fuck it let's bring Clara back for an episode. Why not? Let's bring uh let's bring uh well they can't do that. They're gone. They're gone. Oh no. Oh boy. Oh geez. Dan and Graham and Ryan can all show up. Not so uh, much. Yeah, you say that. We're gonna watch the fucking first episode of Flux and it's gonna start with a cold open where they get decapitated. 
Ryan and Graham, you are hereby found guilty of uh, of anti-revolutionary sentiments, and you will be sentenced to the guillotine. Doctor, why'd you take us to the French Revolution when we were wearing our nobility costumes? <laughs> why did he do that? Oh, I can't wait to talk. I can't wait to do my companion fate TED talk at the end of this. Uh, we're almost there. Uh, so, so yeah, uh, he's like, oh, he mentions that he he's still looking, looking for, for his TARDIS. TARDIS. Yeah. He doesn't seem to think anything of the fact that he's just this, this like random woman that he doesn't think he knows is just like, so did you ever find your TARDIS? I'm assuming he just told her about it. He's a time traveling alien in his TARDIS. Um, and then he's like, well, I'll find, I'll, I'll get it somewhere. And she's like, oh, someone will get it to you. And then he like goes to the bathroom with his, and he plays. No, 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 no. no. She, she walks goes to the, the bathroom. bathroom door and he, he turns playing, away and starts playing guitar. He starts playing Clara's theme song on the guitar. I like this. Is it? Yeah, da, na, 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 na. I like that. Like, oh, I completely. You know this about me. I don't yeah, you're notice completely like deaf TV to music. like music motifs. It's it's. I had to hear his world yeah. fifty times. The Doctor's before theme I heard is it. his world. Clara's theme is like um is like I don't know. I, I can't think of any comparisons. It's, oh, hey, Clara. <laughs> um, and then he turns. Uh, she says. Uh, and don't forget your iconic quote that Stephen wanted liked so much he needed to put it in the episode twice. I, you know, this is great because I would have been willing to just forget about that fucking line about memories and stories, but Stephen was like, "No, no, no, this no, no, is no, no. the idea Peter, of the episode." Peter Dinklage, please come here and read the line for us one more time. And Mem- she says, memories. "You know what you said earlier? When we forget memories, they become stories." Maybe some of those memories become songs. And, and he's like, that would be nice, song. as he is apparently playing Clara's theme song. That would be cool. And then um, and then she opens the door to the bathroom, and it's the TARDIS inside, and Eshilder's in there. And uh, it turns out that the entire diner is actually a TARDIS. TARDIS. Hey, where have I heard of a restaurant spaceship before? <laughs> There's never been, like, what was it, a Chinese restaurant specifically, I think? It was a bistro. A bistro. I believe the ship was called the Bistro Math. Yes. Douglas Adams. I love Douglas. I love his original ideas, and I love when Stephen Moffat takes them and makes them bad. <laughs> um, yes, it turns out that this diner is actually the TARDIS, and it is the chameleon circuit is broken. It's why is stuck every in diner form. Why is every chameleon circuit broken? Because these TARDISes are they fucking suck. old as shit. Yeah. And then uh, the doctor's TARDIS appears in front of him, and it's got, like, flowers painted on it and a picture of Clara. And uh, my theory about this is that, like, this was her students painted this for her after she died. Like, this is oh, her memorial. God, maybe. Like, that was my theory. It, do- uh, uh, it doesn't make sense for it to be the thing that The doctor, Clara- by the way, doesn't... There, we don't get any indication that he sees the picture of Clara and is like, oh my god, that was her. No, he just looks at her and he's like, nice lady. She probably likes emoji. <laughs> oh, interesting that someone painted the waitress on the dark. <laughs> That's so odd. But yes, the the diner flies away. One more uh, time. I don't know if we said that a shielder is at the console yeah. and she mentioned she's the one who's like I can't fix the chameleon circuit and Clara's like, "Ah, that's fine." Well, you have she to says die, that yeah. she still has no pulse, so there's no way that she's not going to die. Uh, so she's like, well, we can head back to Gallifrey and they'll put me back in my timeline. But we and I'll can die. certainly take the long way around. 
But we can take the long way around. So now the doctor, so now Clara and the shield are just get to have way worse. Cause like, I would not want to have to go on adventure. Ooh, ooh, imagine this for, for your eternity. Ooh, perhaps it is me. You know, like that. This is what was so weird. It's like, there was a moment watching this where I was like, Oh, Clara's going on her own TARDIS adventures with the Shielder. That's kind of cool. And then I remembered the character. <laughs> right, right, right. That doesn't sound fun at all, but it's okay. Whatever. Clara basically... Why would, Clara... Why would Clara want to do that? She would be like, hmm, perhaps we take the long never way mind. And then she turns to a Shielder and like, kill actually, me, never kill mind. Kill me, kill me, kill me, kill me. Put me back, put me back. A girl is foolish. She knows that not. can be arranged. She Khaleesi. knows not the secrets of time itself. I am me, and you are the doctor. The, the doctor goes back into his TARDIS, and oh my he, god, this is this is Stephen saying "fuck you" to us. I think is what he he finds a message written what on the, the blackboard wait, by Clara. Wait, 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 listeners, what do you think Clara wrote on the blackboard? Take five seconds to guess. No, let's take three seconds to guess. Three, two, one. It says, run, you clever boy. But hey, there's a twist here. Because the original quote we all know and love is, run, you clever boy, and remember. But he can't remember because he forgot. So what this one says is, run, you clever boy, and be a doctor. Cool. What is that? Okay. I don't like the fuse. He's a rocket and he's ready to blow. <laughs> he's got the dope sounds and then pumping he, out his stereo. He, puts on, he puts on his coat that I think we forgot to mention. Clara asked him where it was and then she missed his he cool... Gives a shit. <laughs> Who yeah, cares? He puts it on and then he gets a cool new sonic screwdriver, I think. It's got like a crystal Whatever. on it. And then he snaps his fingers and the door shuts and he says... <laughs> I just read in your notes what I was going to say. The music swells and he approaches the console and says his final line of series nine. I can't wait to find Bill and make her be dead. <laughs> I'm gonna go kill Bill. That's what season nine and season ten is called. Series kill ten Bill is called volume yeah, three. Series ten is called Kill Bill. <laughs> it's his quest. That's oh. the end of the episode. Oh man. Uh mm, problems. Problems. Many problems with this one. So I I enjoyed I didn't watching, hate watching the, it, right. the bad episode it was just a dumb episode but i also liked what it was fine to watch i had fun watching it but nothing about it worked the whole thing reeked of steven is the other problem i would say i had a b plus time watching it and but like it's a like c a minus. c minus right. episode so we have to average so it i'm gonna i'm gonna split the difference and say that this is a a c c plus it's a c like it's the first half of the plus is beginning to appear it's like a we have so to, it's a c minus <laughs> no no it's like a c with a little backwards l next to it it's a c i'm just gonna give it a perfect middle of the road c for clara it's a beautiful sentiment oh, okay you see every episode that she's in gets a c for clara uh we haven't and every done this bill episode gets a b for bill we haven't done this in a million years so we're gonna and every do this... amy episode gets an a for amy we're gonna do this before i do my ted talk about companion fates but uh it's been so long i don't even know if i remember all of the companion awards but it's time for the companion awards um well what do we got we've got uh we've got We've got the Lee we, Le- we've got the uh, Ian Chesterton Award, the Ian Chesterton <laughs> Memorial Award for Fucker's Folly. Did anyone? I mean, I feel like the Doctor had big Fucker's Folly in a previous episode. Yeah, I, I'm not getting. I'm, I'm not giving to it. Uh, I'm not let's see, it Danny Pink Award for six stunts. No six stunts. No. Um, Leela Cross for Leela Cross. The Doctor did no. kill a person, but he's not a companion. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I think. Do we give <laughs> Do we give the Medal of Mickey to the president and the entire High Council of Gallifrey? <laughs> yes. Beautiful. 
They get one medal of Vicky for them to share as they drift endlessly. All that we space. needed in the scene of of the Doctor and me on Gallifrey at the end of the universe was the shuttle floating <laughs> past in space in the background. Kind of like the the ending of a video game that I'm not going to say what it is, but I think you know which one I'm talking about. Yes. Uh huh. Um, and then uh, what else we got? We've got uh, the uh, we've got the the. Oh, we got the Sarah Jane Award for Companion Initiative. I feel like uh, I feel like Clara graduated from being a companion and just became a Time Lord in this episode. Which she kind of did. She's an immortal time traveler. I feel like if that doesn't get you the Sarah Jane Award for Companion Initiative of gradu of of wiping the Doctor's memory of yourself and then saying I will become my own Doctor. Yeah, that's true. That's true. No gold star though. I don't give Clara a gold star, and the Doctor no. did not get the Doctor kind of. Do we do disbarment? Was that what it was? That that doesn't. Oh, no, wait. That doesn't, that's for lawyers. <laughs> you called it a disbarment, and I was like, "That's not." How that's that not works. what that is. Be like he lost his medical license. Did the doctor lose his license this week? Did he do anything truly fucked? He lost it last week, right? In in uh, Heaven Sent. Um, also, I I don't know if we have this, but I am going to give a shoulder a demerit. <laughs> yeah, sure. Fine. Why not? Just keep adding them on. <laughs> I also, yeah, she only gets two to Next time on Doctor Who, Nardole is here and the Doctor meets River Song and there's a big robot trying to kill them and its head is Greg Davies. Greg Davies is in this show? I always forget to watch these these next time on. Yes, he is He is the head of a big robot that's chasing them, trying to get the head back. That's very funny. Wait, wait, you're telling me that Greg Davies is on a show and, and the focus of it is his big head? <laughs> da, 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 da. Um, we have to, you know how there's like an episode we saw previously or next time on where it's like all British classic television shows like, uh, like, uh, Big Brother and, uh, Weakest Link. They're going to revisit that concept and it's going to be like Taskmaster and eight out of 10 cats does countdown or whatever. Um, Do you think? No. Love Island also. Love Island would be funny. Do you think that David Tennant will be on a Taskmaster New Year's special in the future? That would be so much. I would love that. I think he's going to do it. I think he, I think he would do it, and I think he'd I'm be basing that on fucking, fucking nothing, nothing. But I think it'll happen. I think he would do it because he comes across as a guy who likes to have fun sometimes. <laughs> um, okay, I've you to- wanted to give a TED talk about how companion. I, I don't really understand because I saw you post this, but I was like, this might be spoilers, so I just didn't. Look it's at not it spoiler. Uh, there are there are spoilers of how characters fit into this fate, but none that you haven't seen. So I'm going to go into this. I, this episode has helped me create a five point, a five, uh, a five tier category system of things that can happen to companions. Here are the systems. Uh, here, okay. here the, they are. Number one, fed to the wood chipper. Companion dies. Um, Bill, definitely. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt. I haven't seen it yet, but I know in my heart. I'm very convinced that the pawns get fed to the wood chipper. Uh, number two, gone, but not forgotten. This is where a companion- That's is, Rose. Yeah, permanently, permanently extricated in a way that the doctor can never beat them again. That's Rose. Um, number three, forgotten, but not gone. That's Donna, that's and, Donna that's and Clara. Clara. And then number four is one that I put just because it's funny, but it could happen, which is gone and forgotten, which now, is where- I see your post where you said, I don't know if this has happened, but it's a funny possibility, so I'll leave it here in case- I fully believe that that's what's going to happen to Yaz, because the idea that Yaz would, like, put her feelings out there for the Doctor, and the Doctor would be like, oh gosh, what do I do? And then there would be one more episode, and at the end of that episode, Yaz is gone, and the Doctor is David Tennant again and starts hanging out with Donna. I have to believe that Yaz has been eaten from the universe. I have two theories on how Gone and Forgotten could happen on the show. Number one is Timeline Erasure. They have been unwritten okay. from time. 
Number two is that all of their episodes were lost. <laughs> if there is a companion <laughs> who has only existed on, and it's like, I don't think I there think is. I think there's probably seven or eight yeah, second Doctor companions. I don't think that's happened, but is there any companion who is just no longer episodes of them exist? They have been gone and forgotten. And then number five is, uh, kicking it normal style. This is, uh, this is pretty much all of the, uh, the classic era companions as far as I can tell. This is where the companion yeah, Ace, just says, Ace went to Gotham and founded Ace Chemicals. Right. This is where the companion just says, I am done. Goodbye. And then maybe they can come back later. This is like Ace. This is Ian and Barbara. We know they get off. Um, God, I hope Graham and Ryan just leave and they don't get killed by, uh, the French Revolution. <laughs> Uh, and I, those are my five. I feel like every, I feel like. Yeah, and then option number six, killed in the French Revolution. <laughs> no, that's fed to the wood chipper. No, it's a very specific one. Fed to the wood chipper. I have to say specifically because I know that people are, are listening and they're, they're saying certain companions have been fed to the wood chipper. Um, fed to the wood chipper has to be, you have been killed in the line of duty. You are dead. Like you are dead from a result of the episode. If it, well, Clara was fed to the wood chipper in Heaven Sent, but then she was gone and or she was forgotten but not gone in uh, Hellbent. True, true, true. So those so are my can five. Go, you can go between them as it you turns can, out. You can move. They can move you from one category to the other. So maybe, like maybe, if Clara ever comes back, um, because like Donna, I mean, I haven't seen the specials yet. I, I've been meaning to watch them, but I don't want to give money to the mouse. Um, but like, as far as I can tell, Donna has upgraded from forgotten but not gone to kicking it normal style unless the events of the special <laughs> feed her to the wood chipper so uh-huh we don't know i haven't well, seen hey, it yet there's a nice segue jordan mm-hmm. because let me take us to the spreadsheet which now has this is so exciting new this is so exciting it. for something that is so tangibly not affecting my life because we're not gonna roll them but also if we roll them i i don't know how it's we- very unlikely but it's not impossible it's not impossible i don't know how i'm gonna watch them i mean i guess i'll have to just pay disney plus for the month to every time we'll, i want to we'll watch figure it. out a way it'll be easy it'll be easy i, tr- I really yeah, tried the to get- uh, the odds of tenant have gone back up which That's is so weird <laughs> <laughs> there is now a 27 percent chance of <laughs> all right jordan oh i almost forgot which doctor jordan oh which doctor which doctor well i want to say tenant because it would be the funniest thing that could ever possibly happen on this podcast you want specifically one of the new ones specifically 14th doctor it'll never happen but it would be the funniest thing ever i also want a tenant episode but i also could just just because i I like david i like tenant and it was and i i like his 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 character so i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it it Ooh. is a David Tennant episode, series two, episode two, Tooth and Claw. The furry episode. I don't know that for <laughs> sure. Let's look it up. This is... Okay, yeah. We, we actually haven't really seen this any of the episodes a, ooh, this around this. is series this. two. This is uh, the second episode of, of... This is like the second episode of... Uh, oh! Okay, I do remember this one. This one has Queen Victoria, and it's like... It's a... It's, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold yeah. on. It's got Queen Victoria, and it's called Where? Tooth and Claw? Yeah. I remember this one. Yes. This has been referenced in other episodes, I believe. Is this going to be the fucking episode where he saves the queen from a fucking werewolf it and sure she founds Torchwood about yes, it? Yes, it sure is. Oh, Isn't it so God. fun? This is the thing I fucking love about Dr. Huzz, that we circle back around on plot points that have been referenced in other episodes. So now we already know this, but we didn't get to see it, and now we get to see it. That's really fun. I love this podcast. Ian Berriman of SFX called the episode Frigging Ace. No, Ace isn't in this one. And I don't, yeah. I don't want to see that. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, oh, hey, there's a scene where David Tennant 
They let him be Scottish in this one. I wish they'd let David be Scottish. <laughs> oh my god. It makes me sad. I, I don't remember if we've talked about this on the podcast, but apparently this is another episode because... I feel like we talked about this maybe on Discord, that there was a, like, website where they would post messages from Mickey. Hello. Did we talk about this? No. So it was a website called Defending the Earth, uh, whoisdoctorwho.co.uk, and Mickey would post things where he would be like, watch out, guys, there's werewolves about, or whatever. That's so weird. Yeah, so we're... I don't know if those are archived in any way, but I'm also not going to look into it. That's very funny. Anyway, this is good. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing David Tennant again. I it might have been very recent on the podcast, but it feels like I haven't seen him in months. I mean, yeah, it's been been a while. What was our last episode? It was uh, Sisu Sasu's. It was the Christmas tree. Oh god, that one was so bad. (laughs) I hated that one. That was fucking gender. uh, The bio truther. Uh, that was the one where David, we mentioned it, this is the one where Matt Smith said, we are men, you and me, little boy, we have, we have balls and come Oh, everything. I, you said that and I was thinking about David Tennant talking to Timmy Biglatz. No, no, it was when, it was but when that he was talking happen. to Cyril, the little boy, he's like, you were men with balls and come. <laughs> Great. Uh, this is a long episode, Jordan, let's wrap it up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. We are on co-host at dr huh we're on tumblr at dr huh i'm on co-host at positive stress and you can listen to my other podcast sounds about light where we are just about done with kingdom hearts dream drop distance and then we will be starting to talk about union cross the mobile game that'll be fun i'm so excited it's so stupid and so good you can find me on kamarosha radio it's a yakuza replay podcast we'll record a new episode eventually haven't done one of and on Tumblr at where? Oh, you can find me on Tumblr at Kiwami Breakfast. I'm always posting on there. Re- if you like us, which you do, you can Give support us, us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Bros, where $1 a month gets you all of our bonus content, plus a mildly special Discord where marking you as a friend of the show. Uh, we haven't been, we were on break, obviously, so we haven't been able to record a bonus episode in a while, but hopefully we'll be able to find a time to talk about the Time Meddler soon. I want to talk about the Time Meddler so bad. Yeah, I started scheduling watching. Got, yeah, it was scheduling little... got even harder, so that's a problem. Yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll figure it out. Uh, Five dollars gets you a pretty special Discord role marking you as a companion of the show. You get the bonus content. You get a shout out on the podcast, and you can send us a message that we'll read in one of our funny voices that I don't have time to list. Ten dollars gets you all that plus an incredibly special Discord role marking you as an honorary member of House Misuza. We will clap for you, and you can listen to the podcast live while we record. And you it. get Thank to you travel five through and... time with Clara, I guess. Yes, thank you to our five and ten dollars subscribers: Cassidy, JCH, Roy, Stephanie, Bowling, Stephanie, Karen, Violet, Magician, Destry. Oh, uh, oops, sorry. Hold oh, on. Oh, and oh, oh. House Me Souza. Oh my God, it's. I'm so sorry. It's been. It's been a while. House Me Souza. Here they come. It's Destry Hawk. It's HK, and it's Sauceworks as well. Woo! They're flying away in their little bus. Yeah. Um. I just want to ask you a yes or no question, Jordan. Yeah. Do you think that Clara? Actually, I guess uh, two two questions. One, do you think that Clara will ever come back? I think it is within the realm of possibility that Clara will come back eventually for a special. Two, do you think that that's already happened? No, I don't think so. I think, okay. but also, I'd love to be a clown, so probably Clara has come will come back in the next three to four episodes. <laughs> Chronologically, <laughs> I did mention she was in the next time on. Uh, I'm just kidding. I think she, I think that I think that it is within the realm of possibility for them to undonna the doctor 
And then Clara will be there and she'll be like, okay, I guess I'll go die now. Goodbye. I'm tired of lady me. We're hosted on noisepace.xyz and between episodes, Henry Kissinger did died. So please listen to the newly recorded and newly posted final question mark episode of Henry Kissinger is Pokemon going to die. And I was on and we talked about it. where were you? And we, we also talked more about grok.ai if you want to learn more about that. Where were you when you found out? Uh, I was at a gas station in Oregon and I had forgotten that you uh, that they like they pump, pump your, your gas. gas for you in Oregon. So I thought that I was just taking a break from my long drive to look at my phone. And then I saw that fellow noise space host Maze posted in the noise space server. Is there going to be another episode? <laughs> and I was like, oh, did he fucking die? And then I looked and I saw I was reading his obituary when the gas station attendant knocked on my window and freaked me out. <laughs> I was uh, I was on the computer and I saw I think I just saw in the announcements I saw <laughs> I saw at um I saw the like plus one in the HKIP Discord uh, like one notification and I went oh my god it happened and I clicked and it sure as fuck did and then even more beautifully I was playing Final Fantasy and I was in the crowded city of Limsa Limsa Liminsa and I everybody was just like oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> So I wish that I could have been the one to break the news, but everyone in Limsa Luminsa is doing the Hunger Games salute. Everybody in Limsa Luminsa, everyone in Limsa Luminsa took a second to stop having sex with each other (laughs) to start doing the bee's knees sexy dance to celebrate the fact that Henry Kissinger was dead. You know, Jordan, Mm -hmm. there's something we haven't said in a while, and I'm wondering if you remember it after a month off all the words. May your life flow like a river. May your days smell sweet as a rose. May your nights be calm and still as a pond. May you be as lucky as an ace in a game of blackjack. And may the doctor light your path through time for 4.5 billion years. Billion years. Dr. Bye. Dr. Bye. Dr. Bye.